me fucking scoot back there, so I guess I'm fucking, so I don't punch the microphone. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to a new episode of Filmoscopy Podcast. On this episode, we are discussing the 2021 film, The Suicide Squad. Joining me, as always, is Lance. The Lance. And Owen. Hello. So Let's refer to everybody as, like, the Cody. The, the, the Owen. This is the, the Suicide Squad, so this it's the, the Owen. Yeah. The fucking John Cena. So, so, so since we are already kind With of, like, poking fun at the title, what do you all think when movies do this in a franchise? Like, I ha- there's two pet peeves of mine, and one is, like, when they just, like, years later make a sequel, and it's the same exact name as an older movie in the same franchise. Like... Halloween, Predators. you know, for example. Well, you mean to tell me Halloween that did it three times? Didn't they do that same thing? Did they the do thing? it three but times? The, like, oh yeah, I well, guess they the did because movie, of the Rob Zombie movie. Yeah, we we don't like to talk about it, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, the thing. Of course, the thing they use that same title. The thing, thing. Yeah, they that, should call it the thing thing. That, um, <laughs> thing one and thing two. Yeah, the thing the is thing. another weird one. It's like you're making a prequel, but also calling it the thing. You should probably call, probably call it the pre thing. Aren't they supposed to be Swiss, but they don't even speak like? Okay, well, yeah, I've wrestled with this in my mind because I'm not a huge like, I'm, I'm not a detractor from the thing prequel. The guy worked think, his ass off. Yeah, I mean, I, I the, think I heard about the director working really hard, but like the special effects look like dog shit. Yeah, the special effects are dog shit. The director worked really hard though, and he really mapped it out to where like it looks exactly like the Swiss cabin. But the weird thing is all of them are like, um, they're dead. So there's no American speaking people, which are in the movie. Yeah. But the two Swiss people are the ones or the Swedes. I think the no, Swedes. Swedes are from Sweden. Yeah. Well, they're called Swiss. If you want to, I don't think there's the Swiss people. Cause he called, yeah. cause, uh, yeah, there's Swiss. He calls them the Swedes. He goes, it's, it's, he calls them something else, but he, he says, he says the Swedes. But they're um, not actually the They're Swedes. supposed to be Swiss. So. Okay, yeah. So the, that's why he calls them the Swedes. He goes, oh, it's the Swiss. They're called the Swiss or Swedes. The Swiss or Swedes. The ending of the thing prequel is the helicopter chasing the dog yeah. through the snow. And they both speak, you know, Swiss. Yeah, Swiss. Yeah. Swiss, yeah. Swiss. Yes, sir. Swiss music. I don't know why I was on They both speak Swiss or Swedes to each yeah. other. But yeah, that's what they... I'm not a huge fan of... Just, I don't know. You I, have to differentiate it differently. Yeah, especially with especially in a case like with Suicide Squad, where the sequel literally came out five years after yeah the, the first movie, and the only differentiating factor with the title is putting the in front of it. Yeah, it's really silly with how uh, close these are, like in time. Yeah, you know. I mean, well, I get. I guess to an extent. To an extent, when you do have a situation like The Thing, which was, what, like 30 years apart or something, and yeah. um, or like Halloween, you know, that's it, a little bit different. 2018 should have been called something else. Yeah, yeah. it feels a little less stupid when they're farther apart. I mean, it's still stupid. Like, stop fucking doing it, Hollywood. But it feels a little less dumb if it's been like 40 years. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, see, the thing is, like, Halloween, like, the first one, and I understand calling the, the Rob Zombie one the remake Halloween because you're remaking it. Rob Zombie! But yeah. 11 years later, you're putting out the quote-unquote sequel to the original as you're ignoring all the other sequels and calling it Halloween again. Which, that's something else. I, I was actually thinking about Halloween. Um, welcome to the Halloween podcast, everyone. Uh mm-hmm. I was actually thinking about Halloween a couple of days ago because I, I sat down and watched Terminator Dark Fate for the first time. And I was thinking about it, and it's like, it has nothing to do with the name, but, you know, it's a situation where, like, John Carpenter got involved, and he's like, you know, everything after the first movie is non-canon. You know, ignore it. This is the true sequel to the first film. And Terminator Dark Fate did something similar, where it was like, everything after T2 is non-canon, uh you know, this is the third movie in the original run, basically. It's just stupid. I mean, yeah. canon is like wherever the fans want it to be. And, you know, we, I think I discussed it on the Star Wars episode that, you know, once you put a movie or a franchise, a game, music, whatever it is, once you put it out there for fans, it's no longer yours. You know what I'm saying? Like, John Carpenter, John uh, James Cameron... George Lucas, all these guys, they want to sit there and, like, you know, oh, it's not really what I would have done. So, all like, all the hardcore fans consider it non-canon or whatever. Like, oh, that's not the real sequel or whatever, shit like that. Dude, it's whatever the fuck you want it to be. If you like Halloween 4, which I do, you can go with that storyline. If you liked Halloween H2O, which is, looking back at it, it's pretty good, but it's not that good. Michael's too small. Every time you say Halloween H- H2O, it just makes me, like, picture Michael Myers as a mermaid. I've got nothing to add to that. <laughs> He's got me flabbergasted. But, uh, but, but like, whatever you want, like the whole Terminator thing, I, I haven't watched them actually uh, a couple months ago. I was telling Alex, I bought all the Terminator movies on Blu-ray. I had the, you know, that four movie set you had, Cody, from your uh, father-in-law? Yeah. I actually found it on eBay for like pretty, not cheap, but it's around 40 bucks. So I ended up buying it. I'm like, I'm going to watch through all these movies. I've never watched them through them all. And I got through the first one, the first one, which is really good. Terrible special effects, but it's still really good. And I watch, I was going to watch the second one. I just never could find the time to do it. And Alex actually watched all the way through them. And I heard that after four, is it Genesis? Uh, That's the fifth one. So Genesis, yeah, Genesis is the fifth one. Okay. So Genesis, which is the fifth one. I heard I didn't I didn't I didn't I read this somewhere that they did a really good job of trying to tie up the four movies in a nice bow in that movie, yeah, and try to make it all make sense and lead into like a kind of another soft reboot, but they all still counted the first four movies. Yeah, and like the sixth one, James Cameron came, James Cameron came back, and which he had, he didn't step foot on set, but he was just like, no, we're just going to ignore those movies, like dude. Yeah, which I mean, Dark Fate has its flaws, and I will say, Dark Fate, um. Dark Fate is the best sequel post Terminator Two, and but a lot of like the hardcore fans really despise Genesis, and I don't I don't really mind Genesis myself. I think the idea was neat. I thought the only the only real thing I didn't like about it is that John Connor John Connor becomes a Terminator in adulthood, and it's like that's kind of stupid. Spoilers. <laughs> the heck? Yeah, I hadn't watched it yet. It's fine. I already knew about that part, though. But John Connor. But yeah, so it's disappointing to be honest with you that these 
I don't know how to really put it. Um, they don't nail the sequels. Like, I don't know how, like, the stories, like, Terminator 2 is a phenomenal. I love Terminator 2. Yeah. Uh, everything else is kind of like, eh, like, hit or miss. Like, I'm a big fan of the Predator movies, but I can acknowledge that after the first Predator, the quality drops off big time. Yeah. And I don't understand why they can't fucking just nail the quality when this is one of your bigger franchises. You know, Fox owned, I think they owned Terminator. Yeah, it's just hard if you have, like, um, because, like, Predator, you can tell it came out of this very, like, precise, creative vision of, like, what if we just took, like, a dumb action movie and, like, made the big dumb action movie heroes get their asses kicked. And the thing is, is that you're kind of forcing it twice. And, like, you could still make a good story out of it, but, you know, you're losing that creative spark that yeah, made... I think, and I think Terminator kind of suffers from that same problem. It's like, yeah. Terminator 1 was a good setup, you know, and they, they had a reason to make a sequel where, you know, it's like John Connor is basically the leader of the Resistance in the future, send the Terminator back before he's ever born to kill his mother. And that Terminator fails, so let's send a better version of a Terminator back to kill John Connor before he, while he's still a child. But the problem then becomes, even though James Cameron comes in and is like, well, these movies aren't canon, blah, blah, blah. We, people have still seen those movies, so when you, it's hard to create like a new Terminator that's actually intimidating, uh, in the same way that uh, Arnold was, or I can't remember what the the guy's name that plays the T one thousand, but like oh, that is, um, fuck, I know his name. It's something, it's something uh, Harris, isn't it? No, it's something Patrick. Oh, something Patrick. Uh, his brother is Richard Patrick. Uh, Richard Patrick, the lead singer of the band Filter. Mm-hmm. You know, hey man, nice shot, and he was a guitarist for Nine Inch Nails. Damn, it's something Patrick. That's his older brother. I but, can't remember the name. But yeah, and so like, you you get to like, and they try to do something different, you know, with Salvation, but no one liked Salvation really. So, because that was originally supposed to be a trilogy, um, taking place, you know, in like the war after post Judgment Day. So, I got another question for you guys. And now, look, I am a fan of Friday the 13th and of Godzilla movies. So the continuality between the movies is very, very loose. Like, they do a quick acknowledgement of the first movie, and then it kind of takes its own little spin. Why do you think it's hard for whoever takes over a sequel to fucking make it fit a movie, or even a prequel? Like, I, like going to the Alien franchise... And I haven't watched all the movies. I got to the fourth one. I just fucking lost interest. <laughs> I, this is a common thing with me. Third it's one just, fucking was the third one. Not very good. The third one spit in the face of the of the second movie. Yeah, uh, like pretty much right off the bat. It was kind of they killed Hicks and yeah, the child and the child and Hicks was killed off screen. It's like uh, I think the kid may have been killed off screen too. And it's just like they were both. Off. Yeah, they were yeah. both killed. It's like uh, Ripley wakes up and. It's like, well, everyone else is dead. But why do you think it's like hard for people to make a prequel? Like the Alien franchise, supposedly, I mean, I haven't watched it, like Prometheus and then uh, Covenant were supposed to be like a new trilogy that was supposed to be like a prequel trilogy almost. Yeah. And like Alex told me, because he watched all of them, that Prometheus at the end has a similar scene that kind of leads you to the spaceship of the original Alien movie, that you see that big creature. Yeah, the elephant, or the jockey, space jockey is what they're called. So. Yeah, but the thing is, it's not exactly 
how the first movie was. It doesn't fit. And it's just uh, really fucking... I don't know. It's just irritating yeah. to me that they can't make a prequel that fits. Yeah, and I think I think some some franchises are just better suited for it. Uh, it it's difficult with something like Alien to be like... Because the first movie, it was... Well, I guess there were technically two Aliens in that movie, maybe, if I'm remembering correctly. Was it... Is it- no, what the first movie is just one. It's just yeah, only... it one of the face hugger. I thought for some reason they got rid of one of them, but then they found out that another one was there. But I, I pro- I'm probably just confusing it. With I think it. you're combining. I think you're combining the end of like two and Combined. one with that. Yeah, yeah, that's there's probably a queen what I'm doing. one or yeah. two. I mean, right? I just like, like you know, you have Lucas. How hard is it to make the three movies? <laughs> to make the, to make the three movies going into the the other three movies, you yeah. keep adding stuff into it, like they put, like I said, like when we get into the the Star Wars sequel trilogy, they put so much into it they couldn't really finish it. Yeah, but like I, the, the prequel, the prequel trilogy had a lot of potential. It's just I think Lucas focused on all the wrong things. Like no one gave a fuck about you know, the Trade Federation or any of that bullshit. Yeah. You know, no one wanted to see that. And it's like, well, this, this looks a movie made for children. And it's like, what, what yeah, child like, is going to give a crap about any of that, you know? Space taxes, dude. The tri- tax fucking embargoes. Yeah. Of course. I mean... Children love that shit. It's just kind of, like, especially when you have the creator come back. Like, you can't make a movie that leads into the movie. Like, an actual prequel. Like, everything fits nice and neat. You, they usually cram like a final scene in that kind of like, oh, this is what leads to the original movie. That's really cool, yeah. but it doesn't like lead, really lead up to it. It's just really irritating to me. Like, I, I think when it's, they do the things. I think it's better ultimately to come back and do a sequel uh, all that time yes. later, like like you know John Carpenter did with Halloween. I think I actually like that movie. I know you have your issues with it, and when when we do that episode, I'm sure we'll talk about all that. But yeah, my issues are just really like. I mean, just a spoiler alert when we get to it, but it's just like my issues with that Halloween movie is just like everybody's like, this is the greatest sequel of all time. And they literally took things from all the other sequels and put it in this movie. And everybody's acting like it's fucking original, which right. I've seen everything. It's like they took shit from part four, they took shit from part five, they took shit from Halloween H2O, they took shit from the Rob Zombie movies, and they all put it in this movie. Everybody's like, man, it's really fucking original. Rob and now Zombie. they sit there and say, well, he's not supernatural. He's not going to be supernatural. If you watch the trailer to the next movie, Halloween Kills, the more he kills, the more unstoppable he becomes. So they're hinting around <laughs> that he's fucking supernatural. Yeah. And it's like, are you fucking, like, the only thing you fucking have changed is that he's not Laurie's sister anymore. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Well, that makes him less scary." And I'm like, "No, I don't think it, it does. doesn't. Oh. No, it, it doesn't make him less scary if it's his sister, in my opinion. It it almost makes it it almost makes it scarier the fact that he's been in in prison for so long, and then he gets out, and the only thing like basically the only thing he's been thinking about that entire time is killing Lori. Like to me, yeah, that shit's really cool. I like that. Yeah, it, and you know, and it was it's awesome seeing Jamie Lee Curtis in that movie and like the way that they portrayed her because I know she's come back for other films in the in the series and everything, but the way that they portrayed her character is just like this hard ass who's like, you know, I'm I'm training, I've been training all this time because I know that someday he's going to come for me, and, and she's the best part like of that movie. I just have a problem with like 
I don't know, like you take out the part that's not his sister in this in the new movie. That's fine. Why does he even want to come back to Haddonfield? He's not even looking for her. He just happens to fucking come across her, and it's like, oh, let me chase her now. And it's just, it's just really fucking. Like I said, when we get to it, I'll have I have a few issues with it, but you know, again, going to like a like soft reboot slash sequel. That's what kind of leads into the Suicide Squad because I still am not quite sure of where it uh, takes place in the timeline. Yeah, has anything changed from, like... They want to do the everything they... Okay, let's go ahead and put this on the table, and Cody can verify this, or he can, like, disagree with me. It's fine. The decisions that they make over the years have led to them being bought by Discovery. Yeah. The Discovery Channel bought them because they have no money. They were going out of business because they said, hey, this will be a good thing to get people to be interested in our streaming service. Let's release all of our movies same-day release. Pissing off all the directors, namely your biggest director, Christopher Nolan. Pissing off all your directors because they're not making the money back on the overhead. And it did nothing for your business. They had 50 million subscribers. Disney has over 100 million subscribers. Netflix has What's their streaming service anyway? HBO Max. But, but the whole thing is like going to the the directors. This hall starts with obviously the Snyderverse, quote unquote, which was the DCEU code. Is that what it was called? Okay. So you had Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman, which these movies were quote unquote critically panned. I mean, Batman versus Superman still made almost $900 million, but was considered a quote unquote failure. And the movie is different, but they were comparing it to what came out later on. Captain America Civil War, which was like their version of Batman versus Superman. It's all pretty colors and shit. Yeah. And I love that movie. I'm not shitting on Marvel. But Zack Snyder was making different comic book movies than Marvel, which is a nice contrast. Because you don't want everything to be the same. Well, it came around to this, not the Suicide Squad, the original Suicide Squad, namely titled Suicide Squad. Some kind of suicide, like, like, kill yourself... (laughs) Packed. Yeah, pretty much. But that movie came out, and it was very mixed-reviewed, but it made a lot of money. So they were like, oh, the best part about this is Harley Quinn. And that was Jared Leto was the Joker and how that kind of fell apart. And he's yeah. a weird guy. Is so he not, coming back as the Joker? I don't think so. He's hey, coming I back. So. I, I think, think he I... had that one part for the Justice League movie, which is oh. fucking great. But I'm just... Warner Brothers hacked up the original Suicide Squad movie... To where the director doesn't even claim it as his movie. When this when this movie, The Suicide Squad, came out, yeah, he released the online thing saying he praised it, thought James Gunn did great. He shit on Warner Brothers for hacking up his movie, and it's not even his cut of the movie. Like they wanted to make it look like the trailer. If you go back and watch the movie, it's cut really weird. Yeah, I mean, you can go back and watch the original trailer and see that there's like there. Are, stark differences between that trailer and the final film. And I think I think the reason Warner Brothers stepped in and heavily changed the first Suicide Squad because Harley Quinn had tested so well with um well it was two it was two things. Harley Quinn had tested well with like um test audiences or whatever. So they wanted the film to focus more on her and less on things like the Joker. Uh, who who had a much bigger role in that film originally. And they also were reacting to complaints from so-called fans who 
bitched and moaned about how dark Batman versus Superman was. Like, oh, we hate how dark this is, blah, 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 blah. Like, visually. Well, no, not visually. <laughs> like, in tone. I think both. Because uh, the movie is in the dark a lot, but so, it, visually in tone. And yeah, that. so, like, they, they were reacting to that, which is, it kind of is a bummer. And in a way, I, I do wish that in some, you know, perfect world that David Ayer would be able to, like, step in and be like, okay, this is my cut of the movie, sort of like Snyder did, but there's not as much of demand for it. Um, because it wasn't, it it wasn't a situation where like Warner Brothers just flat out replaced the director, so I, I don't think they'll ever give him the opportunity. And, and, to and do the thing that. is though, like with, um, with the with the Snyder cut and all that stuff, which leads into this movie, well, it leads from the the original Suicide Squad. Um, all the actors of Justice League were like released to sui- the Snyder cut. None of the actors of Suicide Squad have spoken up. Like, they don't even give a shit. Will Smith doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to be part of this. He's like, nah, I'm good. I ain't gonna do this. I have scheduling thing. I'm like, dude, let's be quite honest. He's like, look, I love my son. No okay? movies no movies are going to compete with comic book movies. Yeah, so that actually time. brings me up to an interesting fact about this new movie, now that you brought up Will Smith. Idris Elba was actually originally... Uh, brought in because they wanted him to replace Will Smith as Deadshot and you can't replace a fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> well, well here, do, here's do, the thing. Do, so this they, is a story. They decided that instead they were going to put Idris Elba in a new role because they wanted to leave the door open in case Will Smith ever did want to come back and play Deadshot. But the reason that he didn't want to play Deadshot in this movie is because of a scheduling conflict. He was filming He's something too, else. Too busy watching his wife get fucked. Damn. Oh, <laughs> He's like, oh, that's hot. Um, but, <laughs> nut fired, nut fired. <laughs> but the whole thing is the studio hacked this movie, the original Suicide Squad, up, but then put all the blame, let the blame fall on the director. Yeah. Following Justice League, where Snyder, they already had disagreements with it. They And he even said in the interview promoting his Snyder cut of Justice League, that Warner Brothers hated his Batman versus Superman and wanted him to change a bunch of shit. And he was like, no, this is my movie. And Christopher Nolan put him in charge of these movies because, they, you know, they wanted Nolan to be like, the quote-unquote, I guess they're Feige, Kevin Feige, yeah. over the DCEU. And he's like, I'm a filmmaker. I don't care. Here's Zack Snyder. I and have to go make movies that no one understands. <laughs> yeah, he does that a lot. Um, but the thing is, Justice League comes out. And it's critically panned, and you can definitely tell watching it. It's directed by two different fucking people. Oh yeah, I mean, and it, it looks it, like shit. It, it you can tell it is a Frankenstein of a movie. I mean, even like some of the shots are like they didn't even do like color correction properly to match the tones. Like Joss Whedon scenes are very clearly like bright and colorful compared to like some of the original scenes that Snyder shot, which are very muted in their colors. And yes. it just it's it's terrible, and I'm it it is great that you know Snyder was able to go back and finish and even add on to what he was originally going to do uh, for Justice yeah, League. I, and the thing is about the Justice League movie, I think when me and Cody discussed it because we've long since 2017 since the movie came out, talked about it that you know. If if it's, if uh, excuse me, if it's either Zach all Zach Snyder or if it's all Joss Whedon, 
I know Josh Whedon's went through the whole cancel culture thing, and I don't really care about him. But I'm just saying, like, give one of them the fucking movie and let it happen. Well, this is fucking terrible. Here's what I think Warner Brothers' plan was. I think they wanted to bring Whedon in to replace Snyder because Whedon's name is attached to the Avengers. At least the well, first. Yeah, but and, and, Snyder brought him in though. It wasn't oh, them. Okay, I didn't realize that Snyder brought him in. I mean, yeah, I looked I, that up because I thought the same thing too. I'm like, that's kind of fucked up. And I think he and his his daughter committed suicide. Right. And he had to leave production for that. But you know, with the whole thing, of course, you've had other things be successful of the DCU, like Wonder Woman has blown up. Well, the first one, Aquaman, fucking took off and did more fucking bonkers business than anybody ever thought it would. And then you had uh, Shazam, which is a fucking phenomenal little movie. I love that movie. Shazam. And then we didn't have anything else, but like I guess one the Harley Quinn movie and the Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah. I have no interest for Harley Quinn. So, so the DCEU as a whole, as it stands right now, it starts with Man of Steel, then it's Batman versus Superman. Is it Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad after that? And then Wonder yeah, Woman it came out in twenty sixteen as well. Yeah, and then Wonder Woman, and then Justice League. Um, and then you got Aquaman, Shazam, The Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman eighty four. Um, well, I think it's I think it's uh, uh, Harley Quinn, and then one. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Then, uh, Harley Quinn, and then this movie. Yeah, the the official title, which they changed while it was in theaters, uh, because they felt like it wasn't doing as well as they wanted it to because the name, the original name of that Birds of Prey movie is the Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. and It's a long-ass name. Yeah, and then they changed it while it was in theaters to just the Birds of Prey colon Harley Quinn. <laughs> Which is the, and the thing is, it's Warner Brothers. They're the ones that are just, they can't get out of their own fucking way Yeah, with this stuff. And like I said, Harley Quinn, I know a lot of people like the character. I don't think she's a strong enough character to make her the central character of a fucking movie. I think like she, this part right here, she could be, but I, I, mean, I don't. She's not interesting to me at all. Like that, and if she is to everybody else, then uh, fuck you, whatever. I don't care. But, I actually, I actually really enjoy Harley Quinn, and I, you know, I went back after I watched this movie. I went back and I watched the first Suicide Squad, which it's it's funny watching them pretty close together like that because in the first Suicide Squad, her character really is, um, she's just playing like the crazy, you know, crazy clown. Like she, like she typically is in like the cartoon where she was introduced and, uh, she's really just like all about her relationship with Joker. And then in birds of prey, where the movie starts off with, you know, her breaking her and Joker breaking up, that's when you start to see her develop into the Harley Quinn you see in, in the new suicide squad movie. And it really is a nice little, like, it is good character development on her for her. And um, the only thing I didn't notice watching this movie, and it, it's just such, such a nitpicky thing and it's probably for the best, but she had a tattoo on her jawline that said rotten in the suicide squad. And it was there in birds of prey and uh, James Gunn and Harley and Margot Robbie both uh, hated that tattoo. So they decided they just weren't going to do it for this movie. I didn't really much like notice that, that tattoo, but, I heard what they, I saw what they were talking about. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, it's not that big of a change. I think I'd rather have, just because I know it's not going to happen, I would like to have had a movie with her trying to get away from, like, Jared Leto's Joker. Like, actually have him in. That's what, you know, 
I might hold disappointed with the whole thing because Harley Quinn's great with Joker. Like in the cartoon, like I, I'm recently I'm rewatching the Batman animated series, and I gave Owen my DVD copies because I mean it's on HBO Max for me. But she's awesome, and then when she gets in tizzies with Joker, that's like her—they're feeding off of each other. Yeah, like and, to be and, quite honest with you, Joker by himself. The more I think about it, is not my favorite. Joker, you know, I, I know we watched the Joker movie and we liked it, but if you go back, I'm gonna rewatch it again eventually. But it has like it's only like a 55 percent rotten tomatoes. The Joker movie? Yeah, it was. Isn't like that because like a bunch of people like mass, um, like fucking bombed it because they were oh, like you're starting to sound like Last Jedi fans. They were like, "Oh, incels are gonna love this movie" or some shit like that. Well, I think I, there was. A, I think there's a weird fear between. Uh, or, well, not fear, but I think critics get, like, really butthurt when movies are, like, ultra-violent. Like, they criticize... The, uh, Bruce Willis did a um, a remake of Death Wish, yeah. which are violent movies. If you go back and rewatch all those old movies, they're really fucking violent, but he's a vigilante. In this movie, he's going around killing all these bad guys. They're like, how could... They criticize, how could you put out this movie with all the gun violence going on around the fucking world? I'm like, okay... This is where fucking people have to fucking realize. Movies do not create killers. Yeah. Killers are already fucking there. Okay? Yeah. It's the weird neighbor that lives across the hall in your apartment complex. It's your fucking kid that likes to cut his fucking arm that you're like, oh, Johnny's just having his issues that he's going to grow through. It's and the, all it's the man standing outside fuckers. of Owen's window right now beating it off. Yeah, me. Well, that's me, but thanks a lot, <laughs> Cody, for fucking busting me out on that. But it's that kind of thing. It's I like, let him in sometimes, so, you know. Like, <laughs> I leave the window open. <laughs> He's like, go ahead and shout my name, too. I don't want to see you. I just want to see the the uh, you splurge through the window. I just want to see the hot nut, bitch. <laughs> Give me that nut. But it's just, I just have a problem when, like, critics get, like, like they're, like, all moral and judgmenting of a fucking movie. It's a fucking movie. Yeah. Okay, first and foremost, movies don't create. I've watched every Friday the 13th, starting when I was like fucking 10 years old. I've played Mortal Kombat. So since that's was, what's happened, dude. Yeah. I, <laughs> I've i played I've played Mortal Kombat since I was five years old. I've watched a lot of violent shit. I've never once sat there and thought, I'm going to go pick up a machete and go kill somebody. Or I'm going to try to rip out somebody's heart. Or anything in wrestling, like you sit there and you know pretend to do wrestling stuff. I've never actually wanted to pick up a steel chair and smack somebody over the fucking head with it, and all this other stuff. I understand that there are limits. It's the other people out there that you know they have warning signs. You're like, you know, you should probably watch that motherfucker right there. That are the ones that are going on killing people. <clears throat> the film is directed by James Gunn, who, as a lot of people know, and at the first time I ever really heard his name was the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. So, one may wonder, how did it come about that he also went to work oh, for so, DC? So, that's why this feels like Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was directed by James Gunn. Yeah, directed and well, written by James Gunn, which the Guardians of the Galaxy oh, movies sure. and this movie are both directed and written by James Gunn. Um, so, what had happened is after Guardians 2 released, uh, some people online, for some reason, took, took umbrage with something that James Gunn had said. Uh, I think no, it was a picture he posted. Well, well, the thing that set people off was the fact that he was like pro Democrat on Twitter, 
So a lot of people he started should. digging into his past and saw that like 10 years prior, he had posted something on Twitter and it was a joke. It was like a, it, it was an insensitive joke. Um, I can't remember the context of it exactly, but you know, it was something that he had long apologized for. He had made the joke when he was like in his early twenties and Disney had hired him knowing full well that this was something that had happened. But because this new group of people decided they were going to get mad about it, Disney was like, well, you're, you're off Guardians 3. We don't want to work with you anymore. And Warner Brothers... But Guardians 3 wasn't coming out for a while anyway. Right. But, you know, still, they were, they were supposed to make it. And the sooner than they are, because they are making it now. They did bring him back after after he had signed on to do the Suicide Squad, which I like to imagine that that conversation took place where it's like, Disney's like, come on, James, just just leave them and come make Guardians 3. And he's probably like, you are going to have to wait now because you fucked up. I'm pretty sure Disney was like, here, just we're going to have to let you go for the time being. I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige was like on in his corner the whole time. It wasn't him firing him from Marvel, it was Disney firing him. No, yeah, I understand that. It was and Disney's And the thing doing. is, though, like, I mean, everybody at Disney, or at least Kevin Feige and his Marvel team, sent him, like, a big cake saying congratulations on the start of production of the Suicide Squad. He tweeted the picture of it. Yeah. So they were totally fine with it. They're yeah, like, I mean, cool, it, so it's definitely Disney. And that, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's Disney's, the, the Disney... They're virtual signaling, you know? Yeah, Disney, so... Like, you know, they're a wonderful corporation that Cody supports with all of his money that says Stephanie Spence. Hell yeah. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Uh-huh. Hey there, James. Uh-huh. You're going to have to leave. <laughs> oh, back hey in a few years. Hey, Joe. Well, I guess you're canceled, huh? Oh, yeah, uh-huh. I guess you're canceled. Pack your fucking bags, but, asshole. Uh-huh. But Warner Brothers fucking jumped on it. Like, hey, come work for us. We'll give you everything. Well, please, we'll yeah. suck your cock. So, one of the things that James Gunn has actually said is that Warner Brothers had didn't interfere at all with the filming of this film and the writing of it. They made a few notes that he made some alterations, but they didn't like step in and be like, you cannot do this. You know, you know, which is, why do you think that is Cody? Is it because that he come from Marvel and they're like, Oh, he's so successful. It's fucking nuts. I don't think it's necessarily <laughs> that he came from Marvel, but it's, he did. You make, know, it is. He did make two of the better Marvel movies. Um, yeah, but you know it is Guardians dude. of the I mean, fucking seriously, Galaxy. Like these other well, Joss, Joss Whedon also came from Marvel, and but I mean, I guess that was just. But he also got canceled because he's verbally abusive to women on set, so they couldn't go back to that. And then the yeah. movie that they put on there, Justice League, was fucking terrible. Yeah. So it's so, but, but I'm just saying, like with with the James Gunn thing, it has to be that. Like they didn't let uh, David Ayer have. Um, like his movie. So regardless, regardless of the reason, you know, he was left pretty much alone to make this film. Uh, he said that he did want to honor the original suicide squad creators, uh, vision for suicide squad, which was to bring in a lot of like no name, not even B list, but like D list villains that are almost tragic in a way because it's like, they're so bad at being villains that it's pathetic. Really? Um, although there are a few villains in there that are, you know, capable and, um, we'll King talk Shark. about those later. Yeah. Polka like Dot King, Man. King Shark. Polkadot Man was a huge surprise, but we'll, we'll get there. So before we get to the cast and stuff, so the budget for this film was $185 million. Uh, as of right now, I'm seeing that the box office has been 121.3 million. The streaming service, I'm sure heard it, uh, Oh, it has, dude. 
I know Cody is very much like he doesn't care about like corporations, and I get it about making the money. And he's like, whatever's good for the customer. This is what has put Warner Brothers out of business, though. Yeah, yeah because no one's paying to go see these movies. I just watched it for free. He watched it for free using. <laughs> Using my girlfriend's streaming service. Use it and right. I'm using her streaming service to watch it. So that's three and, viewings of a movie that only paid fourteen or nine 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 for. Now I, I do think HBO that the way that they plan on doing it next year, um, because they're not doing the same day as theaters thing starting at the beginning of the year. They're doing like a um, they made some kind of deal with Regal, and so what's going to happen? I think. The movies are going to be in theaters for 30 or 45 days exclusively, and then they'll be added to HBO Max. Um, so for me, that still kind of works out because I have watched several movies like that came out in theaters on HBO Max that I would not have gone to see in theaters. Um, I probably I would have gone to see Suicide Squad in theaters if it would have been a, th- a, a theater-only release, but you know, it's just more convenient to watch it on... Uh, the streaming service that I'm already but paying for. But the thing for. is, you're not paying extra for the movie. With Disney, if a new Disney movie came out, Cody, Stephanie would make you pay for it. Well, no. To watch we, it. we we do. I mean, because Disney's doing that thing this year where the movies come out in theaters, but the same day they come out on their, on Disney+, Plus. but you have to pay $30 to watch it. And we never do that because it's cheaper for us just to go to the theater to watch them. Uh, $30 is ridiculous to, to but rent you're a still, movie. The thing is, you're still paying money to go support Disney. Right, and I not getting the money. I understand that, and next year, and I'm just saying it from a perspective of when you start losing the competition of movies, you start losing the variety. When the WWE ran, you know, WCW out of business and bought them, and they were the only game in town, their wrestling has sucked for the last 22. But the thing is, if you like Fox going out of business and Disney bought them, that's another studio that's gone. A lot of people lost their jobs, but different varieties of movies will not be made now. Yeah. Like Predator is now owned by G rated Disney. And so is all Alien. the X Men movies, which are different from Marvel, and they may not be better they're not better than Marvel, but they're different at least, so it's a different variety. That's gone. So if Warner Brothers goes out of business and Disney controls that, you have Disney yeah. and everything's gonna look like fucking Disney Marvel. Disney monopolizes and, the entertainment yeah, and industry. I, I mean, when it comes down to that, you know, we'll we'll talk about this briefly and then bounce back to the movie, but um when it comes down to the whole like Disney buying Fox, I know a lot of people look at that and be like, or they're like, well, yes, now Disney can make Fantastic Four and they can make X Men, which they are doing. They've announced Fantastic Four. They've said they're making an X Men movie called The Mutants, and um, you know we'll see what happens with that. They've claimed that they're going to do another Deadpool with Ryan Reynolds in it. Oh yeah, uh, he's definitely going to do it. Which which would work that? because I saw the thing like with him and. Uh, What's that character's Korg. name from Thor? Borg? Korg. Korg. Yeah. yeah, doing like the the review of the trailer for Free Guy or whatever. Yeah, um, he, he definitely is going to like Have you guys watched Free Guy? No. no. It looks funny. It, I had no idea what the fuck it was. I was like, what is this movie the fuck about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it does look it does look funny, but... Um, it, I mean, it looks okayly, kind of funny. Okayly? Is that a word? <laughs> I guess. Oh, Kaylee. It looks so Kaylee funny. I, but I, don't, like, I actually it. don't know what the next movie I'll go to the theaters and see. I, I was pl- It's probably Man, going porn. to be Venom. I'll go to the porn theater and jack my cock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pee Wee Herman, calm down. <laughs> but, um, it's going to be Venom <laughs> and um, 
Halloween movie when they come. They, they both come out in October. They come. Uh, oh, yeah. Unless they fucking get pushed back even more. Oh, I know. I'm so sick of that. Like, Venom should have, it was supposed to come out like a year ago. What the fuck is taking so long now? Like, why are they pushing just, it back? Because Sony has said that if they're not going to make money off of it, they're not going to release it because they don't have a streaming service to make oh, money off Lord. of it. And well, they're like, well, we're going to put this out. And I understand that. They even said when the HBO Max thing happened, like, same day release and all the directors are getting pissed off at Christopher Lunt Nolan. Sony was like, hey, come work for us. We're not going to do that. You'll get paid. You'll make your money and all this other shit. So, I mean, it's it's a bargaining tool. And Disney, the thing is about Disney is they already have double the amount of subscribers than HBO Max, which I get it because it's fucking Disney. It's not like Warner Brothers has like a bunch of merchandise going around. Disney's making money off all your Mickey Mouse purchases, your, goof, your, your goofy movie purchases, your goofy movie, and there's a lot of people that will sit there and buy the Disney movie on the streaming service, and you know pay the money for it. So they're making thirty dollars. Yeah, that those people are like the dumbest fucking people. Like I just mean like the people that will like have brand loyalty to like corporations and shit. Like, I mean, it it comes in all forms. I mean, there's a lot of people like that. Like, it's wrestling, it's sports. Like I said, it's going to this video games. You know, it's it's everything. I have to buy. How many times do you see online like people just like arguing with each other without any kind of real grounds for it? Except I like this and you like that. You know, my mom bought me this and she wouldn't buy me that, so therefore I have to have brand loyalty to this. Yeah, like, (laughs) this is better than that simply because I don't have that. You know, it's it's dumb, but... But even for... Mom bought you this and I love your mom and... Yeah, but just even for people that are like, dude, Disney needs to buy everything. Like, like, why? Fuck you. Like, you lose... You lose... People lose their chances to, like, have an opportunity in the field because like WWE when they bought it like a lot of people lost their jobs in wrestling and the playing field completely flattened out and now you have like the independence of actually blowing up a little bit over the last couple of years but you have AEW which is on TNT which is a fucking obviously well it's a Warner property which is kind of funny but you know AEW which is fucking huge and they're drawing Okay, uh, they're drawing like a million viewers and stuff like that. So it's like, and then people are getting mad. They're like, "Oh, it sucks compared to WWE and shit like that." I'm like, "Dude, we just need fucking variety. If you don't like it, that's fine." Like going back to this, like, and Warner Brothers yeah, wants competition. competition breeds success. Yes, you push it. And the thing is, the Warner Brothers wants James Gunn to do a Justice League movie. Fuck no. This movie was good. I liked it. Yeah. I'm not. There's nothing memorable about this fucking right. movie. I don't think that he would do it just because I don't think he would have as much freedom as he would like with a Justice no, I, League movie. Here's the thing is, Cody, he, he says he's doing the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, but from then po- that point on, he's working on multiple Warner projects. And he's right. doing the Peacemaker series. He's yeah, going strictly Warner because he loves it, and they fucking love him, even though they're not going to be making the money that his movies made at Marvel because of the pandemic. Yeah, But I don't want his Justice League because this movie is... It's a good movie. It's a fun movie, and I do recommend it for one watch. But it is Guardians of the Galaxy with the word "fuck" a lot and a lot of blood. You just—that's all it is. You don't want another like wisecracking like fucking. Well, it's the same. I mean, well, I, his I mean, movies. If you compare the three movies, there's not—he doesn't have much of a different style. He's not like boy. He's how do I put this? He is not a diverse filmmaker from what I've seen in these movies. I will, yeah. I will say that I, I agree with you that I do not want James Gunn to do a Justice League because I don't think that 
his style of writing and filmmaking fits the tone of what Justice League should be. Because it's going to make it look like Avengers. Right. But I think this movie is fantastic. Um, And I think that instead of trying to force what David Ayer was trying to do with his Suicide Squad, which was make it more like tragic and dour. uh, And sour. Sorry. um, (laughs) Salty. But... You know, and they try to like force it into this frame of like being like this fun, silly type of movie. James Gunn fits the bill for something like that. Like he can actually make it, and he made it work. Like just for me personally, like James Gunn's name being attached to this gave me a lot of high hopes for this, and they were met. And um, I like Cody was like I met. Like he was about to say something else, but he said, yeah, well, I, I, was, I, I was about to say I, I was about to say uh, but I. I try to cut it off and you know if anyone had any doubt like any bad feelings about the the first suicide squad i think that they could come into this movie and have a great time with it i think this movie is easily the best movie in the dc extended universe so really far. no yeah no, I, no. I, what I do you think fuck no <laughs> fuck no dude <laughs> what I do you cody i've known him for over 10 years but fuck no his, his opinion is fucking garbage <laughs> Uh oh, there's some tension on the podcast. It's a fun movie, but it's nothing. I don't what's the best? What's the best um, one then? Fucking, he's not going to agree with me. I, my personal favorites are Man of Steel and Shazam. Look, I am impartial. I, Shazam for me is one of my top three for sure, but Man of Steel is not. I mean, it's you don't it's, have it's definitely beautiful face, Cody. I liked <laughs> Man, Man I, of Steel is definitely bottom half for okay, me. Okay, real quick before we get back into this movie, Cody, why do you hate Henry Cavill? Is it because he's beautiful? <laughs> Henry Cavill. It's because his hairline is receding, and I'm jealous of it. No, <laughs> you're jealous hey, of Cody, this receding hey, hairline. Hey, it's like no. I, hey man, you have fabulous hair, but you never know. One day something could happen. You could lose it all yeah, without you could, having receding hair. You can have so. a fucking freak uh, katana accident. Just scalp because yourself. your wife loves Henry Cavill, I don't know why I keep Cavill. saying Cavill. Cavill. I'm gonna start saying it's my bit. Henry, Henry Cavill, Cavill, you better chill. He's just a beautiful man, and he deserves to have hair plugs. You I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't have any problem really with Henry Cavill being super. You've hated on him from the word fucking hey, go. It's Cavill. I hated on him at the in the beginning, but I, I came around to it. It's just I don't think <laughs> that Man of Steel is one of like the top fifty percent of the DCEU. I just okay. Don't. It's okay. It's better than Wonder Woman eighty four. It is better it's than better Wonder than Woman Justice 84. League. It's better than like, the original version of the Justice League that came out. Yeah, yes. well, we'll just say Snyder cut for that. Right. All it's of them better than Batman versus Superman. No. Yes, it is because Batman versus Superman. You have to watch all three hours of it, and they really should have made it just a Batman movie. Wasn't Batman versus Superman just like uber shitty though? No, no, no. Let's oh, look. Me and Cody will fight you on that. All me right. and Cody agree on Batman versus Superman being a very good movie. That's in my top four. I would have yeah. to say. I don't know how I listed them. Okay, Man of Steel is better than Suicide Squad. Yes, Man of Steel is automatically better than Harley Quinn. No, Birds of Prey is better than Man of Steel. I Birds highly doubt pray. It. It's about an eagle. Uh, Man of Steel. Fucking my girlfriend who doesn't watch comic book movies. My wife loves Man of Steel. She actually liked it. She liked it better than all the movies I've showed her. Yeah, well, but that's your wife. Stephanie also likes Man of Steel a lot. But that's yeah, but that's your wife, Henry Cavill. No, I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say my girlfriend's name because nobody else is listening that doesn't know. But Savannah, 
why she and she actually enjoyed it. I let her watch Batman vs Superman, and she got into it. But she said it's not as good as Man of Steel, and I made her watch all four hours of the Snyder cut, and she liked it better than Batman vs Superman, but not as much as Man of Steel. Man of Steel has competition with Aquaman and Shazam to me. And I love, like, Batman vs. Superman, but it's not as good as Man of Steel because it's focused on one character. Bam, ham. And it has, a, it has a, like, a good cast in that movie. And I think it's a, a wonderful Superman movie. I mean, we and obviously... Like, we obviously we're diff- we're going to disagree on it. But I mean, yeah, we say, obviously this movie disagree. This movie... And, but I do... I, was, did, I, think, I think with the next two movies that are coming out in the DCEU, it's going to push Man of Steel down even further. What's the, the other two movies coming out? The, the next two coming out are Black Adam and uh, The Flash. Yeah, we'll see how The Flash is. Uh, Ezra Miller is kind of uh, annoying as Flash. He, I've can, watched... he, he can be, yeah. No, nah, he's... I watched, like, I mean, I like him as Flash. I watched him in Justice League or Snyder Cut. I've watched both of them. And I think he's funny. But he tries too hard to be funny. He's not naturally funny like Spider-Man is in the MCU. Right. And I'm not comparing it because I'm not a huge fan of the MCU Spider-Man. Hey, Spider-Man, that's, do a yeah. backflip. That's the, that's the Tobey to Maguire is pretty fucking dope, yeah. Uh, the, 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 if you want... <laughs> the he, Bully if, Maguire. Bully Maguire is pretty dope. Yeah. If, you want, <laughs> if you want the, the best like just comedic, comedic Spider-Man or witty Spider-Man is Andrew Garfield. But yeah, pe- and I thought most he was people really won't. Good as Spider-Man. I didn't yeah. like that Spider-Man. I liked him. I liked that he was sort of like he was a nerd, but he was also kind of cool, and like he actually had wit to him. Whereas Tobey Maguire, I mean, there was some witty, wittiness, but it wasn't. It wasn't really. It, what it's you weird. Want. It's a weird when he's witty because it's like it feels out of character because he's such a dork. Who Tobey Maguire? Yeah. Yeah, with Andrew Garfield, he's like kind of a cool kid. So it's like, oh, this he's this makes fucking sexy, dude. You <laughs> seen him? <laughs> Hopefully, we'll see him again later this year in Spider-Man: yeah. No Way Home. Yeah, hopefully, oh, we'll see Bully Maguire. But yeah, Man of Steel is a good movie. I but, would rather watch that over this movie. As somebody who's like really hasn't watched any DC movies, I've tried to convince you to watch movies. Uh, this one. Is okay. I don't think it like breaks quality over like any of the marvel movies though like i would rather watch guardians of the fucking galaxy i mean guardians did you say <laughs> no, i said guardians of the motherfucking galaxy well, i think your g went silent you said yeah you're, <laughs> you're like <laughs> alexi alexi is gonna like that alex is gonna feel that in his ears like what yeah is it? it's for you, you. Know? i mean you know and again we this we is all... a marvel movie cody in dc Right, and you know, I think that's fine for this for no, this it's movie. Fine, it's fine. It's, it's fine for this movie because of what it is. But it, I'm I'm not saying that it would be fine if it was like James Gunn's uh, Justice League or James Gunn's Batman or whatever. Like it just wouldn't work that way. But because it's Suicide Squad, it works. The I, the uh, o- the only other version thing that I think that he could pull off would probably be like the. Um, God, what the hell are they called? It's like the basically it's the alternate version of the Justice League that has like Bizarro and you know instead of Superman. Oh, the Legion of Doom. Is that what it is? The Legion of yeah. Doom. That's okay. Where the wrestling. Uh, that's where the Road Warriors got the name from. It's kind of got like this weird like goofiness to that to that group too. But if if it's not something like that, then no, it, it wouldn't work because DC is James Gunn directly. DC is just. I think DC is needs a darker tone than Marvel does. It needs a different tone. 
Yeah. Just yeah. for I just want to see what time it was. Just for like argument's sake, it needs a it needs different. It needs to be different from Marvel. People Marvel fans want to shit on the D C movies because they're too dark. They definitely different. they need to stop trying they they don't need to try to be Marvel. They don't well, the well, Marvel bring fans. James Gunn along. Like uh, Cody says it's fine for this movie and that is fine. But what pisses me off about this movie, this thing's got like a ninety seven on Rotten Tomatoes. It really you, does? Yes. Yeah. I, I really don't think it was it's, that good. I, no. I agree with you. It was but okay. it's a fun movie, and you can sit there and put it on something to watch, and it goes by quick. That's fine. Yeah. But... Like, I mean, I don't hate... This movie they, wasn't offensive. I didn't hate it, you know? But th- they allowed James Gunn to have full control of this movie because he was successful at Marvel. They sit there and treated David Ayers like he was a fourth-class citizen as a director and completely... Uh, you know, abolish they destroyed. They, they destroyed. They destroyed his movie, vision, and then they sit yeah. there and fucking shit on everything that Zack Snyder did, only for How? it to blow up in his face. And they and, were doing and, something different. Yeah, well, and you know, and like as well as the first Suicide Squad, I remember there being interviews like before the movie came out, and like Jared Leto going on record, like complaining. He's like, you know, my favorite parts of the movie were all cut. You know, he said like, those oh, are my th- parts. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's that's like him over, going. Over it's all parts minutes. of me in it, damn it. He said over like thirty minutes were cut that had the Joker in it, and I'm people Joker, were like, baby. "Oh, people were like, oh, he's he's lying." You know, he there's no way. But then you know, David Ayer comes out years later, and he's like, "Yeah, they. I mean, they basically just destroyed what I tried to do with it because they wanted to. They they were trying to match because like you all talk Marvel. about Marvel fans want this bright, colorful, happy go lucky." type setting and that's fine for marvel although it doesn't always work with every character they have um but punisher yeah like punisher Didn't they make a pu- they made a punisher uh series on netflix as well is as it the tone all fucked up for the punisher too like what isn't it mean? weird no no like, no it, it's dark it? like that oh, okay. and daredevil are actually really dark and punisher. It, I, think, I think it's probably why they're like yeah you can just put that stuff on netflix because we can't make a bright colorful happy movie with with the that. Punisher is, goes is to Eyebrow. dark because he's blind? <laughs> Never knew him as a but, blind um, man. <laughs> you know, I think the Suicide Squad changes, or Suicide Squad changes the David Ayer movie, were because there was a lot of people who had been going to the movies for almost 10 years, seeing all these Marvel movies in the MCU, and they're like, well, this isn't what I want, you know, because it's not Marvel. And, and Warner, Warner Brothers changed that. I'm just saying Warner that... Brothers- have, have they? Well, my point was is Warner Brothers let James Gunn have this movie, right. and if you like this movie, that's perfectly fine. I like it. I don't love it, and it's not memorable to me. I may not ever watch it again. I may watch it a few more times. It just depends on what mood I'm in. But they let him have full control of this movie, but they sat there and wanted to meddle in everything that Zack Snyder, David Ayer we're trying to do with their movies. But ultimately, there's nobody in charge of Warner Brothers making these movies that are comic book fans. Like Kevin Feige's in charge of Marvel. Right. Yeah, they He's don't, the they one that's have, sitting there making it that they, has this fucking vision for these movies. I, I think what what they should have done, and this is the last I want to say of it, um, because it this is getting a little bit long in the tooth just about this Warner Brothers stuff, but um, what they should have done, instead of Christopher Nolan being the one trying, like, they wanted to run the show, they should have just made Zack Snyder the guy. Like, have him direct his movies leading up to Justice League. Give him, give a couple more movies to build up to Justice League, because I think that was a big problem, too, is, like, they, they kind of rushed they wanted, into it. 
Yeah, they wanted to catch up to Marvel. Yeah, they had four movies before Justice League, but one of them was Suicide Squad, and besides the few cameos from Batman, didn't really have anything to do with the Justice League itself. And, you know, they should have just given it to Zack Snyder, been like, you know, you work up to the Justice League, and then we want you to step back and just be the guy. Be the guy, like... Stand back. There's a hurricane. Like the Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige doesn't direct movies. He just kind of like... All right, we need to make sure all this stuff fits together, but you know. Yeah. But he you know. runs the show, though. Like, we talked right. about Star Wars. Right. Kathleen Kennedy, they're like, well, let's just put these movies out. I'm going to let every director have their own fucking voice. That's fine. You got to have a fucking. Especially yeah. when we're going to make connected movies, you got to have a you fucking have to have some kind bullshit. of plan with your yeah. trilogy. And Warner Brothers is like, we just got to make it like Marvel. Warner Brothers had a fucking wonderful head start with the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, and they fucking squandered that yeah. shit. It's so weird that they're trying to chase Marvel too, because Marvel already has Marvel its was audience. chasing them at one point. Yeah, there's there's no way you're going to be able to cash in on Marvel's audience, right? And and now we have uh, people arguing that the Captain America trilogy is better than the Dark Knight trilogy. These are people that will vote in the next couple of years. Captain Penis. Those are just diehard Marvel fans that think that everything DC does is shit. There's no way in hell. Um, that anyone any in the right mind can consider, cons- yeah, any three movies. The Dark Knight trilogy is an amazing trilogy. Yeah, I mean, it ha- there are some low points, you know. Like I think yeah, the, the first Knight- half of the first movie. That's all. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's very slow. But Captain America trilogy, like I I just do not like the second movie in Captain America. What's the second movie? The Winter Soldier. Cody, What's it about like again? <laughs> we'll we'll get to that someday, some other day. Hey Cody, let me ask you something. I'm sorry, okay? Let's be quiet. How long have we been friends? Uh, it's been about eleven years now. Okay, would you say we've been like really good friends? Like I'm in your top three at least. Yeah. Top twenty. Okay, so I'm in the top three of friends. We've known each yeah. other for eleven years. Cody, if I was brainwashed by Russian spies. And I killed a bunch of people underneath a Russian spell. Would you defend me like Captain America defended Bucky? I'd join in. It depends on the it, it depends on the context. No, 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 Cody. What, what has been your answer for the last the answer is no, five years? The answer is no, because Iron Man literally watched a video of Bucky brutally murdering his parents. So it's like, yeah, but, how can you? Def- I know he was brainwashed, and he's been brainwashed like what twice. Uh, it's like, come on now. It's just, it's just time to put him down. Yeah, but the but thing he- is though, I've asked Alex's question, and you know, it's not been a competition. Alex has probably been my closest friend for like to the last eleven years, and Cody's probably, probably at number two, but one B maybe. Because of the two friends, <laughs> we're gonna rank. Alex is the one. Cody's like Alex is the one I worked with like every day. I would make Cody one, but he's kind of like you know. The thing is like, well, <laughs> and it's not one of those. It's like Alex and me went through breakups at the same time. I worked with him like four days a week at my store. I saw Cody when we like started hanging out like once every two weeks, and then once every week when we could, and then he moved away and like. And we're still we still talk every day. Obviously, we're, I'm doing a podcast with Cody. Yeah. But it's one of those things that I, I just had like more in common with Alex at the time, and me and Cody were just like our common ground was wrestling and Limp Biscuit, <laughs> which is which is kind of sad. But but I've asked Alex this question like Alex multiple times in text messages. If I was a brainwashed Russian spy, 
and I accidentally killed a bunch of people underneath my control, would you defend me like Captain America did? And he goes, yes. I'm like, <laughs> you are more the Cody right now. We've talked about the director. We've talked about the budget in the box office, which took us on a long, winding road there. Uh, the runtime for the movie is, is 132 minutes. It, two hours and 12 minutes for the white folks out there. Yeah, two two hours and 12 minutes, which seems long, but when you watch it, it actually goes by pretty quick. It was released on August 5th, 2021. Uh, so let's go into the cast, because I think that's the best way to discuss this film. We've already kind of discussed Harley Quinn, and I, I want to do this. First, let's talk about the A-team, or Team 1, or whatever, <laughs> which is the team that you're first introduced to in the movie. Who plays uh, the fucking Weasel? That's actually uh, Sean Gunn. Uh, that's his brother. The, the Weasel looks fucking disgusting. I actually feel bad for the Weasel. I love, I he's I a love child Weasel. Killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought like he was it. so funny. And when when they're on the chopper and like they're like, "What the hell? What the fuck is this thing?" <laughs> and uh, like, it looks like some kind of dog. It's like, "What kind of dog do you think this is?" Uh, Australian what, something. Yeah, Australian something. It's like. Does that look like an Australian to you? And it's like, it's like, what if he's a, maybe he's a werewolf? And like Pete Davidson starts freaking out. Oh my god, you shot me next to a fucking werewolf! Oh, <laughs> uh, fucking Rick Flag when they the weasel jumps in the water and he can't swim. He goes, "Did anybody check to see if the fucking weasel <laughs> could fucking swim?" <laughs> oh god, everyone in the, I like, was confused by that. that everyone that was com- like a detour team. Yeah, yeah. So it it does like kind of catch you off guard, and I I kind of figured that a lot of characters were going to die in this movie because in interviews leading up, it's like James Gunn had said that you know again they gave him free reign and he could kill off anybody he wanted to kill off, uh, killed most of them. Yeah. So, but we do have Weasel uh, played by Sean Gunn. Oh, uh, Weasel! <laughs> uh, I just think about the thing breathing. <laughs> I was fucking scary at the end when it comes back alive. You could just make a movie about it, like fucking killing like kids in the forest and shit you know, in the jungle. It's funny. it's funny. We were watching it. You know, they they talk about Weasel or whatever, and it's like, yeah, he he murdered like what do they say, like fifteen children, twenty seven kids, I think, twenty seven children. So and it's like, you know, when he's drowning in the water, I'm like, oh no, Weasel. And I, I stopped for a second, I'm like, why the hell do I feel bad for this thing? It kills children, but. Yeah, when it gets up and like runs off into the woods at the end, it's uh, it's like oh shit! Like some uh, people, uh, anybody who wasn't already like fucked up by Starro is uh gonna get it from this fucking thing. The starfish pussy. How about that? <laughs> Did you like that? Can we talk about um, Pete Davidson's character as the stand-in for Jared Leto's Joker because they look the same but with <laughs> makeup? Yeah, so we can talk about Pete Davidson. He's also part of this first team. Um, his character's actual name is Gaius Greaves. Oh, no, no, sorry. That's wrong. That's the thinker. Uh, his name is Richard Dick Hertz, uh, known, <laughs> as, known as Blackguard. Uh, he uh, is basically just a mercenary. That's what his character Easily is. Easily convinced of things is what I read on Wikipedia, I think. That's yeah, why he's so, like, hey, guys, I'm the one that called you. Yeah, so he, so you get the idea. You find out pretty quick that, like, yeah, he called these people uh, with the idea that he was going to get some kind of protection from them, um, but they blow his face off. Uh, so he is he is actually the first death in the movie because, you know, like we talked about, you're led to believe that Weasel dies, but he's not actually dead. Which, if you know, 
if you notice whenever like you know they have like the boxes open in in the command center with like the switches to blow their heads off if they try to run or anything yeah and weasel's light doesn't go out uh, hmm, i didn't realize that yeah and the same thing happens later with peacemaker uh after you think that he's been killed but they show the box open and you know you see like blood sport and uh harley quinn and peacekeepers light is still on whoa dude this movie has layers <laughs> it's like fucking it's like, onion. it's like a stanley kubrick movie there's shit in the background that's going on but other other than talking about pete davidson and how he looks like the joker without makeup um is there anything else we really want to say about that character i don't like his face and i don't mean it because i know he has a disease that makes his face look sick pete davidson is a really old shitty guy right no, Pete, no, 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 that's somebody Pete, else. <laughs> Pete Davidson's the guy that walks out on the beach like, hey guys, you know, I called you. Oh, he was yeah, like, he, he was like hardly a thing. Like he, he's the one that when Idris Elba is like scrubbing the floor, like he he walks by and I think he's got like toilet paper stuck to his shoe or something. Yeah, and he's like, here, pick this. Uh, yeah. Pick uh, this big pussy. Pick this piece of shit. So, uh, <laughs> an, his photograph. another member of the, um, first team is flu the actor flu laborg uh, plays gunter braun or javelin as his uh, yeah. villain name is known he is a former olympic athlete uh who wields javelins as weapons i thought he did music in his car too what doesn't he do like music in his car you know i don't no. know wow. i don't know what you're talking about man. I, don't I don't know, know. you talking about the actor uh yeah the only thing I know Flew Laborg from is Pitch Perfect 2. And yeah. uh, he's on, he's like friends with Conan, so he's on Conan a lot. And he's yeah. hilarious whenever he's being interviewed by Conan. Um, but he also does music in his car. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Lauren said something about it, so. <laughs> but uh, Look, I'm just repeating what I heard. He has he doesn't have a lot of moments either. Uh, when they're on the when they're on the chopper, he's talking to Harley Quinn, and uh, Harley Quinn talks about how like sexy his accent is. Uh, oh y'all, yeah. which he's German, and uh, she's she says like Americans don't have accents, but you know obviously she's got a very heavy accent herself. Um, when he dies. He uh, is bleeding out, and Harley Quinn runs over to him. Or I guess she ends up next to him. She doesn't run to him, but she ends up next to him, and uh, he gives her the javelin, which I thought was pretty funny because he's like, uh, wield this for... and then dies, and she's just like, for what? What am I wielding it for? But yeah, do you do you either of you have anything to say about javelin? No. Okay. Really. He's okay. German, and his accent makes me laugh. <laughs> and he does music in his car. So uh, there's also another member of that first team. Uh, the actor's name is Mailing. I'm not sure how to pronounce the last name because it's literally just NG. Um, but she mm-hmm. plays Mongol, uh, which she's not really in the movie much at all. She's she's kind of muscular. She's orange. Um, oh yeah, I remember her. Yeah, she gets killed. You know, obviously during that that first battle. Uh, yeah. Nathan Fillion. Is in the movie. He plays T. Yeah. Fire uh, fucking fly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he plays TDK and uh they kind of ask him, you know, they kind of tease him on the on the chopper about his name, like asking him what it stands for, and he just says, you know, 
TDK or whatever. It's just, that's just all it is. And um, it turns out that it actually stands for the detachable kid. Uh, and you see him attach his arm, detach his arms, and the arms fly out, okay, start like yeah. slapping people around. What if he oh, could so. detach his head and suck his own dick? That shit was so stupid. <laughs> it, like, it that was, was so goofy. Like his arms just like bah, 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 bah. Yeah, yeah, they just like slapping, slapping them around. And then I'm like they're like, shooting then, his they're shooting his arms later, and he's but he's on the ground like screaming and like writhing like, ah, in pain. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> um. Also in this group is Michael Rooker, who's actually I think the movie opens with Michael Rooker. Yeah, that's uh, what I was talking about. Yeah. I figure that's what you're talking about when you said the old, the old dusty son of a bitch, whatever yeah. you said. He opens to Johnny Cash. Um, he kills that bird, which yeah, is fucked yeah. up. Uh, his, I don't understand like this the fake bird violence in these movies. Yeah, what, what is movie, what do they have movie? against birds? What is the fucking? I just deal? don't. I, I I personally don't like violence against animals in movies. I understand, yeah. like, but if you have to use the animal they're snakes for a yes or spiders. Uh, but if you have to kill a fucking animal to like get a audience's reaction out of something like oh the bird got killed or that's kind of fucked up, you're just you're just a very poor writing at that part because yeah. I don't need I mean, that. Look, like I mean, animals look, die in real life. My, I don't need that in a fucking. My fake least movie. favorite part of the Last Crusade is when Indiana Jones steps on that rat in that cave and it really pisses me off. <laughs> Are you lying? No, he literally he steps on a like a rat and they even like added in a sound effect where the rat goes. Hey! I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Um, I don't like that, I mean, he why, doesn't, like, hurt it because it still just runs away, but, you know, he puts his foot on it. That, that's why I hate, like, in, in horror movies. That's why I hate in horror movies, like, when it opens and it shows, the, like, a family and, like, there's a dog. It's like, fuck. Like, I know that <laughs> dog's going to die at some point <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, it usually chases after something and then gets killed, and they're like, where'd, yeah, like, yeah. where'd Fido? I mean, you see that in real fucking life. I don't want to see an animal die on a right. fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I go to a movie to be entertained, not to be reminded of real yeah, life. This is how. But remind me. me. And my girlfriend loves Savannah loves birds, so she didn't really like those things. It wasn't yeah. like she was crying or anything, but she didn't. Yeah, particularly well, like she that. said, "Grr." So his villain name in the movie is Savant. In the sack. Uh, he, he's just a combat and weapons expert, and uh, he actually. When they when they get to the beach, he panics and runs, and it's 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 interesting because they've spent all this time like kind of building him up as like this you know this hard ass type character, and then he's yeah. the only one to like run away. He's out, yeah. yeah. And they blow his head off after they after the battle on the beach. I don't know if you all caught this, but a bird lands on his head and starts like pecking at his at his head. Captain Boomer, let's get to him. That was okay, a highly that, contentious... That's literally the next character I was going to bring up, because... Okay, that's a highly contentious part of the Star Wars episode that we did two episodes <laughs> ago, that I was like, you didn't die, you, you beat, you know, like, I was really stupid, and the funny part was, when the whole fight scene was happening, I had to go poo, so I went to the bathroom, which is, like, right next to my room, I could still hear the action, I could hear people dying, and Savannah was watching it. I missed Captain Boomerang dying. So this is where we flip arguments and you say, no, he's actually dead. And I go, no, he's alive because I didn't see him get killed. Uh, so yeah. we're just <laughs> completely opposite where we were in the Star Wars episode, Cody. What were you guys arguing about? Changed my time? mind. Hold on. We, we were arguing because, because Lance thought that Captain Boomerang died. He's a Boomerang fucking idiot died. didn't know he could I thought he died. That yeah. he died in the last 
fucking in the Suicide, last Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad, yeah. Because what happens in the last Suicide Squad stays in the last Suicide Squad when, movie. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter now. <laughs> when they're when they're walking in the street, uh, Captain Boomerang talks to Slipknot and convinces him that they should like run off uh, and you know escape, and Slipknot tries to run, <laughs> and his, his head is blown off, and then I'm but sorry, they. About duality, <laughs> I push my fingers into my eyes. But uh, they catch Captain Boomerang, and he's just like, "All right." And then, like, he keeps on going with them. So the, I think that's where the confusion comes from, because he does attempt to run off, but they they grab him before he's actually able to do anything. Grab him, and he actually dies in this movie, right? Yeah, he does yeah. die. In the, he Captain Boomerang dies in this movie. Uh, the, there's like a, a the chopper, I think, gets shot down or something. Yeah, it crushes blades. him. And he has his boomerang holding up out of the wreckage, and his like, yeah. hands all bloody and shit. Um, okay, so, so he actually died. Now, real quick, Cody, before we get any further, because we're going to start talking about, like, uh, Rick Flag and all that stuff. So, yeah. does this movie, it, is the original Suicide Squad movie, Suicide Squad, is it no longer canon, and this just kind of no, ignores it, it? It is canon. It, so, it doesn't, for some reason, I remember them mentioning that original mission like briefly but it's nothing like they really linger on um and the fact that like harley quinn when she when she sees like rick flag and captain boomerang like she's very like friendly with them like she knows who they are but doesn't really act that way with anyone else and you know obviously they those are the three returning squad members from the first movie squad um, and you know, the, the only other returning character is Viola Davis as Amanda Waller, but we'll get to her later. Um, yeah. But that that's the only real indication. They, I think they purposely tried to like be like, all right, you don't need to see the first movie to understand what's going on in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I get that too. I just think it's what DC's doing is weird with the movies. It's like, okay, this is a sequel, but it's also kind of like erasing the first movie. But then yeah. you have like the Batman coming out, which we're both excited for. But that's it's, it's on not, Earth, yeah. And, and and then you have like Joker, which they for some reason, even though that was a one shot deal, is like no, that's on Earth too. Like yeah. I don't fucking care about your multiverse bullshit. Right? That's on, yeah. no, that's on Earth six. And the, the, it's very possible that the Flash is going to reset yeah. the um, DCEU anyway, which is also kind of odd if they end up doing that because well, what, what, say that again I missed you what did you say so it people people have a theory that the Flash movie is going to reset the universe because it's going to be the Flashpoint storyline where yes, which I can't wait for yeah I mean it, it and we already know that like Michael Keaton's coming back as his Batman and Ben Affleck's Affleck. coming back as his Batman maybe so. Christian Bale will make a spot scene and maybe they'll dig up Christopher Reeve and throw him in there as Superman. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, they should put Adam West. Yeah, I mean, Adam it West would be cool. Them. Like, it would be cool. Like, obviously, Christopher Reeve has passed away, but um, they do have to dig up his body, and you know, they do have what's his name, Brandon uh, Lloyd. No, it, Brandon Roush oh, or something like that. The guy who played Superman in uh, yeah, Superman he came Returns. in for that the the multiverse. Yeah. For yeah. the the TV show, and then I know that they got a uh, Tom Welling to play Clark, and in, in that as well, where it was pretty much just him like chopping wood. It's like, all right, what the fuck? But <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm interested to see if maybe if Flashpoint, it, it, but it's hard to say if the Flashpoint thing is going to reset the universe entirely or reset parts of it because they are doing Shazam Two is coming out 
after that. And it, it, it is a direct sequel to the first Shazam. And Aquaman, uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, or whatever the fuck it's called, uh, <laughs> is coming out after The Flash. So I don't, we'll see what happens. But I think, obviously, I think, obviously there is going to be like a multiverse element to the Flash movie. I think I think they're going to like it's it's erasing Ben Affleck. This is Ben Affleck's last performance as Batman. Yeah, and it's probably going to erase Henry Cavill because he's Henry Cavill's going to be in it too. <laughs> yeah, which so they, they they've yeah. leaked that like he was on set for the Flash movie. Somebody did right. Yeah, so it's all, it only, that only makes sense. But um, at least they're getting a goodbye. It's not like they're just getting ignored. I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and th- this movie, I was just kind of curious how it, like, fit with Suicide Squad. Like, okay, obviously, it's acknowledging them, and it's a lot prettier colors and shit like that. I just, I didn't see a scene or a sentence that acknowledged the first movie. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just more, you gotta pick, like, picking up on, like, the, the hints of it. It's not anything direct. It, it It's yeah. not like, no one ever said, like, you know, it's like that time we took out that crazy witch or whatever, you know. It's like that time in Suicide Squad, the movie from 2016. It's like that time well, when, they like, when Deadshot like to call was with it Studio us. Squad now. Studio Squad? Oh, God. Just because it's a studio movie. Yeah. So, back to the cast, because uh, we do have a long list of the cast to go through. Uh, oh, the, ne- the next member of the squad of this first group is Joel Kinnaman as Colonel Rick Flagg. He, is, he comes back from the first movie. Rick he Flair. comes back from the first movie. Woo! Um, now, he does have a prominent role in this film, as he is one of the very few characters who doesn't die on the beach in the beginning. But he does die in the film later on. He's killed by, yeah, that, uh, by I was surprised they killed him. Yeah, I, I actually was, too. I, I thought that he was going to make it to the end. but um, John Cena. And, and they made it very clear that he is dead by showing the Mortal Kombat X-ray move of that into his heart yeah the thing being shoved into his heart so, shot through uh, the heart and you're to blame you, you give love. super villains a bad name bad boner yeah um, there you go but do i i personally don't really care about rick flag one way or the other he's to me, one of the least interesting He's very milquetoast America yeah. guy. But he's yeah. actually funnier in this movie than he was the first one. Oh, yeah. definitely, still, yeah. Because in the first one, he was very much just like, I'm about the mission, and, you know, you all are criminals. Colonel, and, you know, screw the game. You guys. Colonel Henry Blake. All about the control. Colonel Kurtz. Take it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Colonel Custer. Colonel, uh, Colonel Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me how, what is the secret herbs and spies for the He's chicken? every colonel that's ever existed, dude. Um, the, let's get the, to, let's Colonel get to the Andrew gravy, Jackson. Colonel okay, well, so We gotta get to the best character of the movie. Like, now. Abraham Lincoln was a colonel. He's not so, in this movie, though. There's only, there's only one Maybe other character only we need to, I, I do want to mention something about. We did talk a lot about Harley Quinn already. Um, but there's something interesting I found out actually today that because James Gunn said in an interview, the scene where Harley Quinn uh, is shooting up the place after she breaks it, after she gets free, you know, after they've captured her. And, you know, there's like flowers shooting out everywhere. And he's James Gunn said that he actually drew inspiration from Lollipop Chainsaw, the video game. Yeah. And uh, I know, Lance, you probably have never played Lollipop Chainsaw. I don't of know course. if you have, Owen. Yeah, I mean, um, I've only played a little bit of it. I've never like. I, beat I it. actually really love that game. I, it's not the greatest game in the world. It's it, like game, like really, it's kind of mediocre, like gameplay wise. But Suda Fifty One make it? Or yeah, Suda Fifty One made it, and James Gunn co-wrote it. 
So, oh, that's crazy. I didn't yeah, know that. I did not know that until today. Um, but I thought that was cool. Uh, I love No More Heroes, so yeah, it's a suit of 51 game. Yeah, and uh, Shadows Bird. of the Damned or whatever. I love oh, that yeah, game. I never played that, but I know people love that game. Oh, it, it's very good. But anyway, so what character are you wanting to talk about, Lance? King fucking Shark. Baby shark, baby shark, baby shark. Cody, I could reach into the phone. Mommy shark, 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 shark. There was a clip that went around after like the first full trailer was released, and it was a montage of King Shark from the trailer, but it had the baby shark music over it. And I think I watched that. I think I watched that clip like a hundred times. You ruined your brain, bro. Your brain's mashed potatoes. Listen, let's let's talk about who is King Shark though. Do the mashed Stallone, Rambo, and Rocky him motherfucking self, baby. Apparently, it actually was not difficult for James Gunn to uh, get Sylvester Stallone on board to play King Shark. Uh, He basically called him up, said, hey, I've got a role for you in this movie. It's not going to take too much of your time. And Sylvester Stallone's response was, anything for you, brother. And that that was all she wrote. Really? I wonder what his relationship is with Gunn. I don't Love each other. They, but, uh, they are they're brothers. He said King, it in the thing. <laughs> King Shark is probably my favorite character in this movie. So um, me and Cody can agree on some stuff. So, uh, my favorite I mean, character is the Ray. What's your favorite scene with uh, King Shark though? Oh god, my favorite one is when they're walking. And he's like num num, and they're like no no not num num. He's like num num, like you know he's like pointing at all these bodies, like if he can eat them or not. Um, I like the bird scene. The bird scene. Like, they're all, like, doing the look at it. Like, coast is clear, coast is clear. He goes, bird. (laughs) (laughs) And the way it echoes and all that's just really fucking good. I actually like the chick who talks to rats, too. She's kind of cute. But I like the CGI rat Sebastian a lot. Oh, Sebastian. Sabby. I I don't know. I even asked you, did he die, the rat, because I was getting pissed off because I was thinking he was going to (laughs) die. And then I showed you that he actually has a week of age. Yeah. The rat. So, I also like but, Sebastian the Rat, him and King Shark. Yeah, so speaking of uh, Rat Catcher too, there's that scene, that great scene where, like, um, Bloodsport wakes up because he, you know, Polka Dot Man gets up to go, like, barf up all of his colors. <laughs> and uh, he he's like, he's like, oh my gosh, like, and looks over and King Shark's got Rat Catcher up, like, about to eat her. And <laughs> She's saving sweet, too. That's the best part too. I was yawning when I said that. She's straight up asleep. Like I was sleeping so good. It's like millennials. Yeah. <laughs> King Shark is just great. And I mean, it's it's odd to say that because he is like he doesn't say a lot. He's just sort of like um, he's a sort big, of dumb like bastard. Yeah, he's just a big dumb bastard. But he's he's kind of love Groot. And, Dude, uh, he's Groot. He is kind of Groot. I I will say I I actually like audibly was like. No, no, not King Shark. When uh, the you know the tank with like the alien fish in it, yeah, and they're all like <laughs> attracted to him. It's like, oh, I wonder if he can like they attract fish or something. And then when it breaks and they all like start biting him, I thought he was gonna die. And I was like, ah, ah, no. no, that was so funny. They all looked at him and they showed their teeth. He's like, no, <laughs> that that shit was kind of funny. But uh, okay, King Shark's great. And I will say the main cast of this movie are very entertaining because I keep remembering like I like Polka Dot Man. Yeah. Uh, Blood that, Sports really fucking good. Do you like good. John Cena? Uh, yeah. 
So I didn't think let, I was the only two, but he actually was really good in this movie. Let's mm-hmm. actually talk about John Cena next because I also have another. Uh, I couldn't see him to be quite honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I know it was weird. It was John just like Cena. that weird helmet floating around everywhere. <laughs> this shit's so stupid. It was a fucking name. Somebody would be a picture by themselves. Like they took a picture of John Cena. It's <laughs> <is> so stupid. <laughs> well, I know someone. Like I can't remember what it was. Someone posted a picture of John Cena in the movie, and it's like when they're in the jungle or whatever. And uh, they're like, why did you just post a picture of the jungle? It's, it's, it's so dumb. But uh, John Cena, the role of Peacekeeper, uh, James Gunn actually offered that to another professional wrestler turned actor. Uh, the Boston. Dave Batista. Oh. And Batista had to turn it down because he wanted to do Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead um, instead. So... Uh, they've said that if you know if there's ever a future movie in in DC that James Gunn's doing, which we kind of know now there is because he does have a multiple movie deal with um, Warner Brothers, that Batista would be willing to play something in one of his movies. Oh, uh, Batista, 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 Batista. Sorry, wrong letter. Batista was like straight up when James Gunn got fired from Disney. He was like, I quit Disney. I'm not making another movie. He's I like, want to work with oh, James yeah. Gunn. Yeah, he, he said he's not he wasn't going to do another Guardians movie if it wasn't James Gunn's Guardians. And, I thought uh, he said he wasn't going to do it because he's like uh, insecure about his titties or some shit. That's no, <laughs> he said that he couldn't. He said he couldn't see himself playing like uh, superheroes forever. Or no, he said he said after Guardians three, he said he's done with Drax because he's just, he said that everything can just start start sagging any day now. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I think that's that's what it was. But no, when James Gunn first got fired, Lance is right that uh, Batista publicly said, you know, I'm not going to do another Guardians movie if James Gunn is not involved with it. And uh, I, I think he may have been the only actor that went that far. The other ones were all angry, of course, but he was the only one that basically said, I really don't give a shit about your money. I'll walk away from this. He's well, the thing is, Batista. he says that, but he's also a multimillionaire from wrestling. So oh, it's yes. not like, well, I think he lost all of his money because like broke now or something. But it's not like he didn't have money. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I know that. I mean, it's not like he's like dirt poor and making that sort of stand. But he he's just saying like, you know, to turn down something like from Marvel, especially like in this day and age where Marvel movies just make a killing all the time. It's like, it, it is a, a bit of a statement. Or you can be like uh, Scarlett Johansson and, try to sue Disney, and then they're just like, you know what, bitch, we're done with you. What so, was the deal with that shit? Well, here's the thing I found out about. She reached out to renegotiate her deal with Disney to, like, include the streaming stuff. Because, obviously, that wasn't part of her, her deal. Right. And I get the whole thing, like, everybody wants to kind of shit on her for, like, dying. But they amended their deal with The Rock for this uh, Jungle Cruise movie he just did. So he's getting paid off the streaming as well. He amended his deal with Disney. They wouldn't yeah. reach back out to her when she reached out for amending it. So I she's kind of in the right. Yeah, I, I, I get that. Well, not kind of in the right. I think she is in the right. But then she was also um, signed on to do, they're doing a um, movie adaptation of another one of their theme park rides, the uh, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. And um, mm. they ended up, they said announced the other day that she's no longer involved in it because they've, they've, fired her from it so it's no. like it's well, she probably like, just they probably said they fired her but she probably just left like as soon as she's filed yeah, who, a lawsuit, it was yeah. Done. i mean who knows but i think but, she is in the right because it is like disney's like well here you're making the money off the box office which the box office isn't going to be huge because 
again, we're in the Delta variant of COVID. Yeah. So and, not a lot of people go in the movie theaters, but she's not getting any of the money off of the streaming service stuff. But people right. are spending thirty dollars for Alex actually bought the movie for Disney Plus, like for his family to watch, and he yeah. said it was pretty good. He want, he offered to let me watch it, but she's not making any of that money off, and that's what she signed up for. And like I said, I do side with her because Disney's an evil corporation. Yeah, and and you know I think that they probably renegotiated with The Rock, and no disrespect to Scarlett Johansson. But no one is running to the theater to see a movie because it has Scarlett Johansson in it. They're they are going to the mo- to run to see a movie because it has The Rock in it. I mean, it, uh, yeah, it's but at the same time, this is also Marvel though. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I know yeah, but, I'm sidetracked on it, but Marvel I, 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 does make money. Yeah, I know over, that. over any other movies. And it could be that Disney also looked at it like, well, we don't going to bother renegotiating with it because this is the last time we're going to use Black Widow in our in our stuff anyway. So, which is perfectly fine, but it's just one of those things. It's like you do it for the Rock, and I understand he's like the highest-grossing actor right now in Hollywood. But you can't do that to like it has to be even playing field. What have we been yeah. fucking fighting? Well, well see, the there, there are also other controversies that came up because he's the Rock. Apparently, apparently Emma Stone Speaking and um, Emily Blunt were also considering suing Disney for the same reason. Uh, Emma Stone being in the Cruella movie and. Emily Blunt being in uh, Jungle Cruise with the with the Rock, um, and suppose and I guess they also didn't get included in those. But I don't. I wonder if they backed out because I know about a week or so ago, Emma Stone. It was an, it was announced that she had signed on to make a sequel to Cruella. So it's very possible that they were just like you know this isn't worth it to us, so we're just going to you know not get involved in this. But um. Yeah, and that, that's just the thing. Is like you gotta be fair. I understand yeah. the rock, but this whole thing, like fighting for the equal rights and stuff like that. I'm not trying to get super like political again, but it's one of those things. It's like that's just like point in case right there. And the rock is a phenomenal actor. He deserves it. I do right. think, I, I, I do think he became a huge actor because people recognized him from wrestling, and they put him in the Fast and the Furious movies. A lot of people think that like him being the Fast and Furious movies made it the billion dollar franchise for each movie at that point. Whereas I think it was like the combination, and then he got a rub from the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, and all that. So, but yeah, but, but The Rock, he's gonna be in Black Adam coming out next year. Yeah, Black Adam is going to be the next DCEU movie, and I'm actually excited for that. Um, Are you sure it's not the Flash? Flash comes out like March, don't it? No. So, uh, Black Adam's supposed to come out in like June or July. The Flash is supposed to come out in like September or something, oh, and then and then uh, Aquaman comes out in like December. So, um, but going back to Peacekeeper, so he is played by John Cena. You can't see me. Time is now. Um, <laughs> John Cena's character, he was a big surprise because. <laughs> Cause, uh, I farted. Don't fucking fart on my couch. <laughs> okay, I draw the line. I can, I can do it. He wants it, it directly. Vaulted, he wants like, it directly in his mouth. I can fucking do it. Look, all right. That's where we draw the line. 
<laughs> See, the best the, thing is I can't smell or taste it. The still. fucking line I can't had, smell the line, how bad yeah, it is. I farted a little while ago, and that shit was rank. It smelled like actual <laughs> shit. <laughs> it smelled, it smelled like I shit in my pants. And I looked over at you, and I, for a second, I was like, oh, no. And then I was like, oh, wait. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, because Cody got me sick eight months ago. I still can't smell or taste. So. <laughs> but, uh, so, John Cena, uh, big surprise how, how likable the character was. Um how big is his dick, too? That has to not be his dick. <laughs> it has yeah. to not be. But Savannah, I'm sitting there like, watching it, and it, they keep they flash to him like three times, and he's in his whitey's tighties, and he's got this big hog between his legs. He's and like, I'm like, I need a big dick. I and need the a third prosthetic. Time, and the third time, I'm like, how big is his dick? And Savannah was just <laughs> fucking cracking up. She goes, I thought you would say something. There is a full-on cock you do get to see in the movie. And I though. missed that completely. She goes, how would you miss that cock? I'm like, I wasn't looking for there it. There is a full <laughs> little dick. It's just a weak Yeah, I, we'll actually talk about the moment that that shows up. Because one of the best moments in the movie is when they're going through that camp. Uh, they're going to save uh, Rick Flagg. Or they think they're going to save Rick Flagg. He doesn't actually need saving. But they're going through that camp. And, like, just uh, Peacekeeper and Bloodsport are, like, competing to see who can get the coolest kills. And, um... But didn't it feel like how easy they were picking them off? It's like playing, like, Spider-Man on easy level. <laughs> it was, like, yeah. so simple. And nobody was reacting to somebody falling down. or like, Yeah, that, that's what got me. It's like, there's people, like, screaming and no one else is reacting to this. One of the, be- one of the co- best moments in that was, like, when John Cena picks up that hatchet and he, like, there's a guy laying down. He's just like chop, 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 and like leaves it into the leaves it in the guy's chest or whatever. Yeah. Um, John Cena. During this whole scene, like that's when you see the guy's penis. I think it's like a, a heavier set <laughs> dude who, uh, who he's like running or something, isn't he? His dick is like he's coming di- out of the, the the tent, just like yeah, good morning type of deal. Yeah, with his the dick is just straight flopping like up. But and I down. missed that completely. I didn't see his penis. I just what saw was him get shot. So at the end of that scene, there was a line that was pretty funny, but it's like uh, Bloodsport says something to Peacekeeper about like no one cares about. Uh, no one likes a br- someone who bragging goes yeah, but only when they're bragging about something fucking cooler. Goes, yeah, he's, he's right. like he's like the only when they're bragging about something that's dope as fuck, and he's like, damn it, you're right. <laughs> the interactions um, between the main uh, team is the best part of the movie. Oh yeah, it's great. Shark. Uh, yeah, I mean they're all great. Uh, Idris Elba plays Bloodsport, of course, and uh, I love how they set up his character and they make you kind of think, oh, he's going to be just like Deadshot. You know, he has a daughter and he cares about his daughter a lot and all that. And he criticizes her for getting caught stealing a a, a TV watch, is what they call it. And uh, he basically gets mad because she got caught stealing something so stupid. And uh, tells her that next time he, she needs to get a lookout. Whereas Deadshot would tell like want his daughter to actually be a good person. Yeah, it's uh, the exact opposite. And and Bloodsport like they get into a shouting match, and like he basically tells her that he doesn't he doesn't even want her in the first place, and uh, that it's all it's all great. Well, he still cares about her. Like, he does, yeah, prison, because but yeah, um, but you know, I don't think he did. I, I think he cares, but he just doesn't want the responsibility of having to worry about her. Um, it's kind of like being in a uh, friends with benefit relationship versus a relationship. You're like, hey, well, I get all the benefits of it, but I don't have to like technically care about you. Yeah, he gets yeah, all those benefits from his daddy. And that worked out with Savannah. <laughs> that worked out with Savannah for like, oh my god, 
I worked out with Savannah for like a week, and then it became like fucking serious. I'm like, yeah, I'm not like a fucking player like I thought I was. But you know, <laughs> that's how that works out. So players. I think um, you should probably cut that out. <laughs> no, nah, it's fine. Everybody uh, who listens to this knows it's Savannah now. I ain't worried about it anymore. So uh, let's see. We talked about. We'll talk more about the the group as a whole, but um, eventually, you know, they save Harley Quinn and she's brought into that group. Uh, oh, but rat, oh, rat catcher. We didn't yeah, really rat catcher. I'm just I'm just trying to find her name. Rat catcher D- Dan- two. Daniela Daniela Melchior Melchior. This is her, this is her first um, English speaking. Cool film that she's done too she's pretty really young. uh yeah so yeah she does play Ratcatcher too uh do you Who's know her dad taika waititi yeah baby he's the one that directed thor ragnarok he's also korg my Bad favorite he- character of the mcu <laughs> um so yeah she she's great uh, I, I do like Ratcatcher too a lot i didn't think i'd like when they when they i watched the dc fandom they did last year which they are doing again this year, you know, so good, good on them. But, um, when they were interviewing the cast for this, I was like, man, I just, I don't like the idea of like a, a villain too. You know what I mean? But she is one of the best characters in the film. So, uh, we also have, uh, David. That's, she also Dost- looks like, she also looks like she could be Pete Davis's like little, little sister, the way her makeup is. <laughs> uh, we also have David Dostmalchian, which I'm sure I mispronounced that, as Polka Dot Man. Yeah. Um, Polka Dot Man got, got his powers. Uh, who plays from, his uh, mom, though? I don't know. <laughs> Do you it know looks who like plays uh, Jenna, Jenna McCarthy, that white chick who does the movies. M- Melissa McCarthy? <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. Jenna McCarthy. Isn't she a porn star? Oh. Uh, Jenna McCarthy? I, I don't, don't know. know. Now but, you're speaking my language. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Melissa McCarthy. That's what she. That's who she looked like. And she, those scenes, seeing his point of view, were fucking hilarious. He was like, "Where's your mom now? Everywhere." And you just see like oh, John yeah. Cena like his mom, and yeah. then John Cena calls him. Listen here, Norman Bates, and I'm like, ah, that was a funny. <laughs> that was a great reference. Yeah, so uh, I think that's the entire group uh polka dot man of course is his abilities he can shoot out polka dots and they like basically just like destroy anything they touch yeah yeah uh, it makes it sound like it's a terrible fucking like ability like oh that's really stupid it's like but if he actually fucking destroys shit yeah, it's, it's like hilarious. if you shut out fucking like antimatter acid or some shit i don't know yeah and of, of course the group is directed uh and, and controlled by amanda waller who's played by viola davis uh she is fantastic as Amanda Waller. Uh, I mean, she just, she really does portray like that character of like, you know, I really don't care about anybody else. It's only about getting the mission done at all costs. She doesn't care who dies in the process. Getting my you know. fucking coupons to take off. <laughs> that's, um, <laughs> that's she reminds me of like one of those ladies. He's like, um, no, that was supposed to take off. Uh, everyone who work everyone who works retail will understand that. What? It's so funny. Get the fu- stop. <laughs> Put a cork in that shit. I'm tired of this fucking bullshit. I can't help it, man. I got so much yeah, gas. Yeah, you better fucking help it. I don't know it. where it's coming from. You either. better find a way to fucking quit. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll get it all out first. Hold on. No, you fucking. <laughs> you the hold the, the gas line here. is drawn. The line is fucking drawn in the sand, dude. There's a fucking thin line. 
and you're fucking about it's to cross a thin it. Line, a thin layer of denim between my ass and your air. Yeah, you better not fucking cross that shit. <laughs> I'm getting fucking tired of it. You better take that it's, fucking. It's, you it's better already, take that big toe right there and sneak, put it up your ass. It's bro. sneaking across the border as we speak. I can't stop it. You I'm better sorry. stop that fucking shit. Oh, let's fuck it. let's hurry up. Fuck. Let's wrap this shit up so I don't have to deal with this. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. <laughs> so we also have uh, the villains of the movie. Uh, the thinker would uh, be considered one of the villains. Um, he's played by Peter Capaldi. Uh, he got he got, <laughs> he got big ass head. <laughs> uh, I'm trying that to find boy, the, the that name. boy got big ass head. Sorrow. So, uh, Juan I think he's Diego, about the, yeah. Juan, Juan Diego Boto, uh, plays Silvio Luna, who is the dictator of, uh, Corto Maltese, uh, the, the one, one that, that tries to, yeah, yeah. And the one that she shoots whenever he reveals his master plan. And, uh, she says something like, uh, I, I told myself that I should look for flags, uh, or red flags. And you killing children is a pretty big red flag to me. And um, I had she to do have sex with him too. Yeah, she does right before that, and uh, she says something like, "I had to do the the sensible thing and murder you." Huh. And um, she also says, "Like rest in peace to that beautiful beast between your legs." <laughs> oh God, that's great! Beautiful John Cena cock. But then, uh, the the dictatorship is taken over by. Uh, Mateo Suarez, who's played by Joaquin Casio, um, he who's an absolute jerk. He kills all of uh, Silvio's birds. I don't understand which, uh, that either. Why was that I, fucking? I, I, he's like, I, I don't either. Birds. These birds are either. fucking crazy. And the the ultimate big bad of the movie is Starro, uh, which was pretty cool seeing Starro in here. Um, I mean, ultimately, Starro was still trying to conquer because I guess it's in his name. But yeah. when it was dying, it we used one of this human-like uh, avatars. Yeah, like, I was happier. Guy, yeah. I was just I w- happy floating among the stars. Yeah, that it did. It did kind of like at the last second, kind of add this um, level level of, of em- it. Uh, yeah. It was like a level of empathy for the for Starro, and you know, it, it does make sense because. He was just drifting through space. Uh, U.S. astronauts basically captured him and brought him back to Earth. And uh, and then they kept him locked up for decades. So it it is sad. And I think that they handle Starro pretty well. Um, it's an interesting character to use because I think Starro is typically like a Justice League uh, villain. Um, because he, he just he is on that level of like threat. Uh, you know when you when you can spurt out little stars that po- kill and possess corpses, basically, um, it is a a, bit, a bigger threat. Now there there's a difference with this though. I think tip traditionally stars like little stars they go after someone until they latch on. Like there's none of that. Like you know in this movie they kind of they can swat them down and once they hit the ground they're pretty much just useless. Yeah. Um, which I did I did get a good chuckle whenever they were trying to get on King Shark's face and he was just kind of standing there and they were like landing on his head and just like sliding off because he's, he's got a big shark head so they can't really attach to him. Yeah, that uh, shit was pretty good. I, I did, 
like we're going through the scenes when you know Rick Flag got killed by Peacemaker because Peacemaker Peacekeeper was com- what Peacekeeper Peacekeeper whatever I thought it was Peacemaker no it was Peacekeeper are you sure about that yeah he's probably looking at the Wikipedia page right now yeah I do have it pulled up. Just go ahead. Just no, no. You know what? You're right. I'm wrong. It's Peacemaker. Where the fuck did I get Peacekeeper from? Like the UN or some shit? Like the UN Peacekeeper. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, that's my that's my bad. It is Peacemaker. Because yeah. I bail. Yeah, I did remember like a bit where like one of them he says like piss taker or some shit like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he, you know, Amanda Waller commissioned him to make sure everything was destroyed, no evidence, and Rick Flag was like, no, the people need to know, and Rick got killed. Rick. And I thought it was cool that. They didn't. They showed a couple scenes of them being cool with each other, but Bloodsport and Rick Flag were like good friends. Yeah. And fucking Bloodsport just fucking shot that really small bullet through <laughs> Peacemaker's bullet. And you know he was just, he because he was met when he said when he found out that he killed Rick Flag, he got instantly pissed, and obviously he was about to hurt uh, Ratcatcher, and he looked at her like kind of like a daughter like figure for. You know, the movie at least. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. he was like, you remind me of my daughter. I don't think he sounds like that, but you're <laughs> oh. my daughter now. <laughs> Say it one more time. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, just, I thought uh, he had that redeeming quality. Sorry. Yeah. I, I like, how do you say his name? Iris Elba. Idris Elba. It, well, yeah, it, his first name is spelled I-D-R-I-S, Idris. Okay, yeah, he, he's a very good actor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was a good lead. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was really good. It, it's it's cool that they, uh, the only other thing he's ever done is The Office. No, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. He was in The Office, though. <laughs> Wait, when um, was he in The Office? Like in the after, British one? No, in the American one. <laughs> yeah. Like when? Well, he, he was the, British. He, he was the boss for a while. It was when Michael, like, decides to make his own paper company. I and, literally uh, I don't remember that at all. Oh gosh! Just after later on, if you remember, just look up Idris Elba in the office. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he takes over pay, uh, Dunder Mifflin. Dunder, Dunder Mifflin or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he takes over for a while while Michael tries to make his own paper company. I do remember Michael making his own paper company. I don't remember Idris. Yeah, because they're like in like a shitty like. Yeah, they're like in a, like a shitty shack, and it's like he has Pam with him or some shit. Yeah, Pam and um. That fucking douchebag guy. I can't remember. Ryan. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so that scene was pretty cool. And it's a a nice callback to earlier in the movie where, like, Peacemaker and uh, Bloodsport are arguing about who could kill who or whatever. And John John Cena says something like, uh, you know, smaller bullets. And Bloodsport actually does end up – he doesn't kill him, but he does – take him out with yeah. a smaller bullet. Yeah, he gets shot like in the fucking jugular and he still lives somehow. Yeah. And it's um, funny, there's a scene that where Cena's hair looked really fucking fake when it had all the mud in it. <laughs> and I'm like, I have, I have discussed this because I mean, Cena's had hair plugs because if you... <laughs> there's this um, Photoshop with uh, John Cena where they replaced Chairman Mao's face with John Cena's face. <laughs> and he has like that Chairman Mao hair like with the poofy sides and it looks really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, are there any other scenes that you all want to talk about in this movie? Um, any scene where they show the starfish's vagina armpits are pretty gross. I hate those. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty gross. It, it's also kind of gross when Harley Quinn like 
cuts the eye open oh yeah javelin and which she she suddenly realizes what she was given the javelin for which i don't think that's why javelin gave her the javelin but you know it works and uh all the rats climb up and go in the eye and when they start (laughs) it looked like they were eating a vagina and making like all the blood i'm like oh my god oh yeah it's so it's so gross when like the whole it's already gross that she's inside of a giant eyeball but like then it all starts filling up with blood it's like oh gosh yeah and like the blood like realistically pools inside the eye and it's like what the fuck yeah oh there there's a death we haven't talked about and it's during the last the big starro fight Um, oh yeah man yeah I like, did I I saw it coming like a thousand yards away like yeah whenever whenever he started chanting like you know uh, I'm a superhero, superhero I'm a superhero and then he just gets smashed yeah it's just the way the the fucking shot was framed like wide like that and I was like okay he's gonna get crushed yeah oh yeah but so still really it kind of sucks because he mom, was... like attack him <laughs> 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 But uh, it it did still kind of it sucked that he got killed because it's like oh man he's he's such a likable character. I like how the shark somehow they did it with the shark like he has these lifeless eyes but it made it look like he had personality anyway. Oh yeah, I mean we've already talked about it. I can't gush enough about how much I love King Shark in this movie. Oh, keep gushing, it's fine. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna oh, eat baby. some of these gushers over here. <laughs> I'm like I'm like a gusher over here. Oh, look out! My she's a gusher over here gushing poop out. <laughs> She, she's a gusher. Look out! Oh God! <laughs> I almost said it's a. No, I'm not gonna say her name right now. Uh, <laughs> like, hey, baby, you a gusher? <laughs> That's gonna be a nice pickup line if I ever end up being single because my girlfriend gets tired of me. You get pepper sprayed immediately. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, you a gusher? I, I'm a, I'm, ah, fuck! Ah. Why are you pepper spraying me? Damn it! <laughs> Um, what else happened in this movie? Oh, so there is that guy that's driving him around town at one point. Oh um, yeah, he does. That's the fucking saddest yeah, part, bro. It's like, it's like why? They, for one, why is he sticking Milton. around with them that long? <laughs> like, why yeah, is he still what's there? What's his name though? Because Milton. It's Milton. Milton. Milton yeah. Because yeah. Harley, Harley Quinn looks at Bloodsport and she goes, "I liked working with you, Milton." Because it's not my name. And because we had like a conversation for three and a half hours <laughs> that your name is Milton, and he's just like, "No, it's not." I love that, like, because in that scene when Milton dies and Polka Dot Man's so torn up about it, he's like, oh, poor Milton or whatever. And Harley Quinn's confused as to who Milton is. And she pokes her head out and looks. And I guess she sees uh, Bloodsport there. So it's like, oh, well, I guess he's Milton. I, I thought that was a nice little callback at the end whenever they, they do that. There is a post credit scene in the movie. There's uh, two, right? Yes, two. Yeah, there is two. One, the one of them is setting up the uh, Peacemaker series that's going to be on HBO Max. Um, you find out that Peacemaker survived. Uh, they have him in like a hospital, and um, they they're like, "This guy's going to save the world," or whatever. John and seen uh, his big break finally. And then the credits roll, and it's. <laughs> doo, 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 doo. <laughs> uh, my time is up. My time is now. The other, the other end scene is the weasel scene, right? Where he, where he turns out he's not actually dead and wakes up and runs off into the jungle. So he runs children. off so creepily too. too. Oh, yeah. His arms are hanging like an ape. That fine children. <laughs> <laughs> he looks oh, like a diseased ape from like the Planet of the Ape movies that came out in the last in the last ten years. <laughs> there's a joke that peacemaker says it's in the trailer but i still got a laugh out of it when it was in the movie but it's like him and idris elba are arguing and um 
as they do a lot in this movie. But uh, he's like, he's like, I love liberty. If this if this entire island was covered in dicks and the only way to have liberty was to eat all those dicks, I would gladly eat all those dicks for liberty or something along those lines. And uh, of course, and you know, it's it's funny. It made me laugh. And then you know, Bloodsport says something like, "I think you just use liberty as a reason to." To eat uh, all these dicks. <laughs> yeah, to eat all these dicks. <laughs> Not to to kill uh men, women and children. Yeah, men, women and children. Which you see later, like, you know, he's like I'm when he tries to kill Ratcatcher and he's like, you know, I'm thorough or whatever. The Suicide Squad, uh one other thing I wanted to note, they do they they are freed from uh Amanda Waller's grasp, basically. They're freed because they, they have that hard drive that uh that peacemaker was told to destroy uh, the one Full proves of. it proves that the United States were involved in, in um, conducting these experiments that uh, it's full of it's that, you know, the United States was working with this, uh, this dictatorship to, you know, conduct these experiments with Starro, which when they go into the lab, there's like a bunch of like fucked up things. Like there's, you know, they, there's one little star, that's like pulled away from someone's face and you see it's basically like ripped their face away. And, yeah. uh, there's the one guy that's like his, his legs are cut off and yeah, like pretty it's much uh, it's like when you're being possessed with Starro, you're dead. Like there's no yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they, they, they make it clear in that, in that setting or in that scene. Yeah. So you that, don't feel bad about them killing the fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, dudes. well, they're, they're not people anymore. They're already, once, once you've been grabbed by one of the starfish, you're, you're dead. Once like, you've been grabbed, you. grabbed by the ghoulies, <laughs> you, you're gone. Check out grabbed by the ghoulies coming to an Xbox near you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, are there any other scenes that you all want to talk about from this movie? Yeah. Like I said, for me, it's just, I don't know. the movie's funny. I liked like all the banter and stuff like that, but it's not super memorable. I watched it a week ago, and I really am struggling to remember much about the movie. So okay, that's just me. What, so I guess I guess we can go ahead and get into our recommendations. I know uh, we've been recording for a while now, and I'm sure everyone would like to go. I'm fucking hungry. Like we, well, this is the length of. Man of Steel. Okay, Lance has been we're, we're, far we're coming. the last hour. Yeah, he has been, yeah, but they're not. There's not enough calories in them. You know? <laughs> no, there's no protein. Though, I though. just eat those motherfuckers, you know, and I'm just still hungry. <laughs> he's like Kirby when he's like fucking, fucking absorbing shit. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll start with Lance. Do you recommend this movie? Yeah, I mean, I definitely recommend it for at least one watch. If you're a Marvel fan. You're gonna enjoy this movie and be like, "Yeah, this is what the DC needs to be like." Oh, you're gonna you're a DC hate fan, it. You might, I don't know, you might hate it, but it's just you know, I see just a lot of hypocrisy with Warner Brothers with this movie and the way they're treating it versus how they treated, you know, Snyder and Ayer and stuff like that. And I'm not like, boy, you know, gotta give those movies credit. I'm just like, if you're giving this kind of control to Gunn. You know, just because he's successful for Marvel, you should give all your directors this kind of control for their movie. Because obviously the decisions you're making to make the movie more profitable isn't fucking working in the first place, so why are you meddling? But yeah, I do recommend this movie for at least a one watch because I think it's a movie everybody could have fun with. And then at that point, you'll have to decide um, if it's something that you're like, yeah, I want to see more of this. Or It was good for one time, but I'd rather not be like Marvel. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, you know, so I do recommend it. It was a fun watch. It just wasn't memorable for me, so. Okay. Well, what about you, Owen? Um, like, if you have time to waste, sure, go ahead. But if you Damn. only have, okay. if you have, like, one movie that you have to watch, like, in a night or something. Then, make like, it Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives. Yeah, make it <laughs> Jason Goes to Heck. Jason no, Takes Manhattan. I'm argue about that movie. Well, then I have to fart. The... Go ahead and fart. I right, ain't gonna Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, like it's an okay movie. It's not offensive. It's fun. It's um, not offensive. <laughs> like there's not a lot of racial <laughs> undertones in this movie. It's yeah. not offensive. They don't. Never mind. Uh, no, you just mean it's not like a movie. You're like, fuck. I wish I could get my two hours back. Yeah, you know, it's not like it's not a bad time. You're gonna have fun. Um, but you know, I would rather watch a Guardians of the Galaxy, bro. Sorry. Is it because Chris Pratt's really good? I'm so I love um the lady who plays the green chick. Um, yeah. Can we see her naked? Ooh, okay. Well, that went down. Uh, no, nope, not right. Yeah. Uh, I do recommend this movie. <laughs> I think it's a great movie. It's, um, you're right. You know, uh, we've talked about it at length already, but it is very much a Marvel, a rated R Marvel movie. Uh, I do still think it's worth watching. It is one of the better, uh, DCEU movies, whether or not you think it's the best, you know, that's, debatable but i do think it is definitely um worth your time if you're a dc fan or if you're a marvel fan you know quit um being a crybaby about dc doing anything that isn't marvel and you know check out this i guess i don't know what else to say are you trying to say i'm a crybaby no 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 i'm talking about like like we talked earlier about like batman versus superman and like a bunch of like comic book movie fans were bitching that it was too dark or whatever and oh, yeah, gotcha. but anyway um so let's talk briefly about our next our upcoming films we actually for the first time in a while have uh our next several movies picked out uh the next movie is going to be star wars the last jedi which for some would be are probably i'm hoping it's going to be our most constructive but it's also probably going to be our most negative Our episode. most destructive, you could say. Yeah, destructive, and I'm hoping it's still going to be in a fun way. Like, listening to that critique from our Star Wars episode that we did, like, two episodes ago now, that it still was filled with a lot of information, we made a lot of good points, and it was still funny. And that's what yeah. I'm hoping with The Last Jedi. I'm probably going to watch it uh, multiple times once to get my feelings on it, and then just to make sure I have the plot points down and, you know, I'm going to do the best I can to just have trivia brought for the movie. What are you laughing at? I don't know. I'm like, I'm picturing the face I'm making right now. <laughs> um, but I, I want, I don't want any outside opinions to infiltrate this episode. Like a lot of times when I do my episodes, I'll watch like other people's, reviews or whatever just to get an idea like okay that sounds you know what i couldn't really pinpoint i want this movie to be a complete this episode to be a be a complete blank slate for everybody and for everybody just to get their shit out because it's our therapy session yeah and that's what the last jedi is going to be it's going to be a very negative episode i will tell you that hopefully it's just still funny yeah you know after the last jedi we are doing mad max 2 correct the road the road head 
Rush. I, I literally <laughs> just watched Mad Max 2 the other day. Yeah, so, I, I watched it like a few days after watching um, the first Mad Max. I've but, never actually seen it, but I have watched a lot of Road Warrior matches. Roadhead. <laughs> um, Ooh, after that, uh, we are doing The Evil Dead. That's another situation of a V and without the V situation because the remake is just called Evil Dead. But uh, we are doing The Evil Dead, the original Sam Raimi directed film um, after. And then that will kick off our, uh, I think we're going to have three movies leading up to Halloween pretty much. And that's the first of our Halloween uh, themed episodes. Um after, after which, I believe, Lance, you said you want to do the 2018 Halloween movie. Yeah, um, I, I think I was thinking about maybe we could I could squeeze it towards like the new Halloween movie coming out, but it's gonna be way too late. So it's gonna be yeah. Halloween 2018. Just uh, I can get out my frustrations with that movie and franchise yeah. too. And then I'm sure you know Owen will have to take time to think of what his Halloween themed episode will be. Um, oh, and when we when we say take time, that means. Over the next four movies, it's two weeks. Over the next eight weeks, he's gonna wait some time off. Eight, eight weeks, we'll have plenty of time to think about it. But other than that, uh, I think I think that's it for this episode. Uh, if you like the episode, please follow us on Twitter uh, at the Moscopy Pod. Uh, if that's <laughs> if that's fair, all, yeah. um, I guess uh, we'll bid you adieu. And remember that King Shark is king for a reason. Bird, bird. It's gonna take some time to realign.